All of our guests are special, but this is a very special guest, Jeremy. Oh, we got a big one. Of, not big, well, oh, like size. Oh, I should, oh, oh man. I should not Jeremy. say that. Our first started out with a strike. Yes. Oh, the I can't believe it. Our first episode with not one but two females, and you go yeah, with size. Go with size. <laughs> you folks, they're size. not big. Yeah, they're very slender gals. Well, what they lack in quantity, they make up in quality. That's for sure. <laughs> but tonight we're talking with Jean Roberts, formerly Jean Bowen, as yeah. we all know and love her, and she's being backed up by my wife. Andrea Weaver, now Andrea Martin, uh, and Andrea's going to be fact-checking Jean as she's going to be telling these stories for us tonight. Um, we're going to get a, a chance to experience what Jared gets to see at bedtime, I think, some of these, some of these stories. Who's Jared? I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. yeah. For the folks at home, Jared, yeah. Jared Jean, is not the guy from Subway. No. No, well, he is, but well, he, not this guy you're talking we, about. We're not allowed to talk about him anymore. That's he's, true. In, he's in jail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he's been muncied. Yes, yes uh, he has. Um, no, uh, Jared is Gene's doting husband. Fantastic oh, yes. golfer. Mm-hmm. And uh, just an all-around guy, great guy, but yeah, it's wonderful that we have Gene here. It is wonderful. How long have you known Gene, Jeremy? That's a great question because I was thinking about this earlier before you came on and uh i think you might have been actually my very first friend dare i say it and i hope you say it back to me you don't have to (laughs) you probably have like five six seven others but (laughs) just just i think i was three years old and you're probably four maybe going on five and uh, we just hanging out in her basement well, back in the day, yeah. Actually, even younger than that, oh, your okay. mom was my babysitter. Oh. And we would need Elsa to fact check us on the years, but I think I knew you from pretty much oh. right when you were born. Oh, okay. So, <clears throat> you okay. I was going by my first memory, so you predate yeah. that first memory. Yeah, wow. but you were definitely like my first okay. friend. We'll say that for sure. Oh, thank you. See, <laughs> yeah. first friends right wow. here, back together. Which is why I was yeah. so insulted that when you said the list of people that you knew from Central when you showed up, that I didn't even make the cut, you know? It's fine, Jeremy. It's fine. You know... <laughs> See, I think what happened there was that you were way at the top of the list. I think that, that I was just expecting that everybody would already know. Yeah, Gene, of course. Right. J&J, the <laughs> yeah. first. Yeah, that's right. right. Jeremy. Unspoken. Yeah. Uh, no, I, hopefully I was only referring to folks in my cl- our class. No, 2004. It's okay. It was totally I, I fine. Okay. It's just one of the many things that I love to fact check about your podcast here. All it's right. Cool. All right. Well, coming out, she's coming out with the <laughs> sluggers. Yeah, she does it well. Okay. I'm sorry, Gene. She's so done that from the start. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, we go way back, uh, very far back. Uh, mm-hmm. Our parents went to church together or something, I guess. Yep. I don't know. Yep. Trinity UCC back in the okay. day. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yep, yeah. I think they even went to what were those? They marriage used, encounters. Marriage encounter. That was it. The, <laughs> marriage encounter. They didn't yeah. believe they were married or what? They needed just a little <laughs> more reinforcement. It. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. like weekend therapy for couples in like a oh, Christian. My. Like they would go to like a camp or something. Yeah, they would talk about like this. Workbooks yeah. and yeah, talk yeah. about love. My right. parents would always borrow Jeremy's parents' camcorder, the big ones that you had to hold on the oh. shoulder for yes. all of our birthday parties VHS and Christmas. Right yes. So okay. Jeremy is in all of my birthday party videos. Yes. Nice. Yeah, Dude. What was awesome. I like back then? Pretty, pretty laid back? Oh, chatty. Okay. Yeah. Chatty and ornery and annoying. 
<laughs> Just <laughs> kidding. I still love you. <laughs> Thank you. you. The cool thing about Jean, though, as everyone knew growing up, she had the Wizard of Oz dog, Toto. Everybody would say, Toto. Oh, yeah. Saltsy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Saltsy. looked just like her. She did. Yeah. Or him. Her. Whoa. Was Toto boy. Anyways. Yeah. There you go. Are you a dog lover? <laughs> um, I guess. I don't know. We always had a lot of animals growing up. We always had like two dogs, two cats. Yeah. Kind of gerbil, a hamster, all sorts of random things. So we have a dog and two cats now at my house. So right. yeah, I guess right. so. I love that. I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah, you know what? We'll get to your accolades here oh, in a geez. minute, Gene. Because you, you've you've done some impressive things throughout junior high and high school. But I do want to. I think it's important we do talk about Dennis and Elsa for just a minute. Oh, and, yeah. and what just a great couple they are. I mean, mm-hmm. Dennis, he he'd grab business lunches with you over the years. Yeah. I mean. After, yeah, not too long. I mean, it's been 10, 15 years ago now, but right. after high school, yeah. Right. And Elsa, yeah. always available for a babysit, always <laughs> down for a swim. I mean, what what else can you say about the I two? Know. Just outstanding folks. Gene, I bet it was not always great, but <laughs> looking back, I'm sure it was a, a wonderful, wonderful time with them. Oh, yeah. I'm super grateful for my parents. And well, I mean, obviously, I think we've been talking leading up to this. There's like a big theme of finding identity and who you truly are during the time at central and i think my parents were super um like central haha to that process um and i'm really grateful for them because they've always been i don't know just really helpful in processing through hard questions and you know middle school high school that's a really hard time in your life and so i'm really grateful to have them they're still amazing wonderful supportive parents and grandparents to my kids yeah yeah, and Jared's pretty lucky too. Jared, he's he's a guy that gets yeah. gets away scotch free and all. Oh, this. I know it's getting nice in laws. I mean, that's like yeah. Did you bumps. know that his sister went to Central? No Fun way. Fun little Central connection. Jared's yeah. sister Jamie went there the last two years of her high school career. So Get Jared out. played open gym like basketball with the high school girls basketball team when Jamie was there. Funny story. Are you serious? Yeah, you'll have to ask him about that. Yeah, I bet mm-hmm. he got beat. I'm for sure he did because uh, he probably beat. wasn't paying much attention to the actual game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but but Gene, back to you tonight. Tonight is about you. Oh Jesus! Yeah, we're here to celebrate Gene Lenore Bowen. Oh gosh, you just no. dug deep on is that. Is that correct? That's right. JLB. All right, Got uh, it. she's known around yeah. town. Yeah, yeah. that's to right. Which JLR? You know, but when I think about Eugene, and I, when I think, not Eugene is in the, the city, but when I think about Gene yourself, I think about how you connected your class. Because when I think about different groups, and when I think about all these stories that we're hearing from other folks, you're someone that is there. Whether you're in the background or a main character, you're engaged with almost all these different groups. Every Everywhere I look... It seems like Gene Bowen is there connecting the group. Yeah, just like our first and last name are always connected. Gene Bowen, you never just said Gene, it was always Gene Bowen. Gene Bowen, right. Yeah, that, That's what I that was always a thing. Yeah. And people still do that, and Jared yeah, G- gets so mad about it. <laughs> He'll still come up to me, hey, yeah. Gene Bowen, how are you? Yeah, it's, so it's got mad. a good ring yeah. to it. And kind of Jared came and ruined it all. You know? Yeah. Just like the other Jared came and ruined Subway. <laughs> he used to be good. <laughs> no, yeah. And then he it's lost not, it all. Yeah. I appreciate you saying that, Luke. I, uh, it's funny. Clicks. I don't know. I think clicks is accurate. I think it's yes. a small school. Yeah. Andrea's like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's a small school. So, you know, um, 
it's hard to say exclusive because how could you be when there's how many people in our class? Like 52, I think, or something like that. Right, right. Um, but that was always, I don't know, for me, that was always frustrating. Yeah. I, I hated yeah. that. But you're a person that I've never seen you afraid of a conversation. And I think that's a really good step for just seeing if there is an opportunity for you to be involved with a new group or not, mm -hmm. you know? And, and so I don't think many people do that. I don't think a lot of folks walk away from a room meeting someone new the way that you do. And, and so I, I think that's pretty special when you have folks like Andy Yost on here earlier <laughs> saying that, you know, our, our class was pretty segmented and, you know, to a certain degree, yes. But, uh, you know, yeah. when it came, when it came down, looking at the scrapbooks <laughs> that Jean has brought, the suckergrams that oh, Jean are, has wow, brought. She's got it Suckergrams are freaking awesome, man. The screenshots so of <laughs> instant messenger yeah. conversations with John Moore. Brought the receipts, John Moore. <laughs> we'll just leave it there. We're not going to post anything. But yeah. I did take a photo. <laughs> right, we're not going to post that. Right? That was yeah. back in the day before people realized that you could print that stuff off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I didn't even remember that I had done it, but it was great reading tonight. Right. Yeah, it was right. printed off 1999 there. Yeah, the so date that's... was on it and everything. There's so many, like, really amazing memories that I have from Central and so many things that I took away from it that were really, really positive. And there were some other challenging pieces, but I would say... Um, I learned a lot about how to connect with different people from different backgrounds. And I think sometimes people assume like, oh, it's central. Everybody's exactly the same. I was certainly not the typical central student. Yeah. And for me, I think like that was, I don't know, almost a challenge for me to try to get to know everybody and find something to relate to them about, even if it wasn't somebody that I had, I don't know, would have otherwise interacted with. It was always fun. Central, when we went there, seventh grade was the earliest you could go. I think when we were in eighth grade, they added a sixth grade. And then the year after that, they added an elementary school. But mm. I remember that there was like six kids that were homeschooled the summer before or the year before in this like trailer back behind the school. And it was like Juliana and I can't like maybe Erica and Sonia. It was a bunch of Kidron people and they oh. were all really good friends. Okay. And so I showed up and it was like this open house because it was the new it was the new building. They had just added on the middle school wing, which now is I think they use as the elementary. And so they had this open house and we all showed up. And I remember one of the girls had like half of a best friend necklace on like those hearts that are like cut in half, you know, and then like and you get your person friend. wears it. Yeah. 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 And so I won't say her name, but she had one and we were standing in this computer lab as part of the tour. It was like two days before school even started. And I remember just being like, I am determined to get the other side of that damn necklace. <laughs> yeah. I was like, she's yeah. going to be my best friend. Yeah. A little survivor here. Yeah. And this yeah. was also like when uh, Clueless had just come out, the movie Clueless. Oh yeah. So <laughs> there was this other girl. No, it will. <laughs> <laughs> there was this other girl whose name started, well, it's Delight Steiner, who Andy told you about on oh, our yeah. senior. Yeah. So her name started with a D and Dion was the best friend of Cher and Clueless. So I was also like, my best friend is going to be that girl because I can call her D for short, just like Clueless. Just like this the is movie. like my seventh grade open house mind, right? And you had this all planned out. Oh, very yeah. much so. So the other thing that really made me upset was that <laughs> I walk in. So Byron T. Barlow and I had been in every single class together at Leighton Elementary School. 
my entire elementary school career. Really? And we hated each other because we would have to, you would sit in alphabetical order. Yeah. So Barlow, Bowen, we would always be sitting oh, next to no each way. other on the first oh. day of school. And he just annoyed the crap out of me. Both only children. <laughs> yeah. We took piano lessons from the same piano teacher. So like even our after school stuff was together. Like everything oh, could not get away no from this way. kid. I had no so, idea you guys went way back. Oh, yes. So yeah. was he using the T even then? Uh, no. I think <laughs> that, I actually think that was in his tea. 10th grade when he came back, which we'll talk about. Okay. That. So we'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah. But he didn't do that. He didn't say that beforehand, but no, okay. I just remember open house. He wasn't at open house. And I remember thinking to myself, thank God, this is the first year that I'm going to go to the first day of school and not have to sit next to Byron Barlow. Right. Yeah. So I show up for Dan King's class. I showed up late on purpose because in Clueless, it's cool to be fashionably late. Right. Okay. So I got off the bus and stood by my locker in the hallway by myself for like two extra minutes <laughs> <laughs> and then walked into Dan's class. And he said something to me like, try to be on time tomorrow or something like that. And then he goes, you sit here. And I walk up and what do you know? Alphabetical order and who's sitting next to me? Yo. Oh. Byron Barlow. <laughs> so and he oh looked up goodness. at me and went, you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. It was mutual. Oh, yeah. we were both so mad because I mean, in that time, that was 97. Yeah. Instant messenger wasn't a thing really yet. Right. So like we hadn't talked to each other all summer and neither one of us, I think when we stopped at Leighton in sixth grade knew we were going to central or at least we just didn't talk yeah, about you're it. Like, I'm yeah. never seeing this guy ever again. You're like, peace out, bro. <laughs> and there he was. And I Boom. was so mad. So anyway, that was my open house story wow. and so how upset I was. Clueless. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. It's yeah, a dad joke. <laughs> Dan King was my homeroom teacher. So you, none of you went to Central for middle school, so you didn't no. have the pleasure. No. no, this is all fantastic. Okay, so he had a sex rep. So oh. it was sex ed. So he was a science teacher. You had like a homeroom, right? And then you would rotate classes. Yeah. Um, and for sex ed, they split us up. Like the girls went with Pam, who was the um, English teacher for okay. sex ed, and the guys went with Dan. And you have to, I'm surprised Andy didn't bring this up, um, but literally it was like this ridiculous rap about sex and about abstinence and, about, oh. and so all i remember is we were out in the middle school lobby the girls were and we were talking about you know the female side of things and i just hear this like entire classroom erupt in laughter like and all the guys come out singing this sex rap and this was like relatively early into the process oh of being goodness. there and i'm like what in the world right. did I get myself right. into? They were probably harmonizing and <laughs> yeah. doing that. Fill up my cup, fill up my cup, and <laughs> overflow. Oh my gosh. Oh my so it was funny because I was texting Yost about this. I was like, do you remember that? He goes, oh my gosh, I completely forgot about that. He goes, all I remember is Puerto Rico has excellent coconuts. I was like, what? Was that oh, part of the rap? Yeah. He goes, no, Gene, it's the scientific process or whatever. Don't you remember that? Like problem, <laughs> research, <laughs> hypothesis. Anyway, he's like, that's all I remember from Dan's class. I'm like, really? The sex rap is not what stuck with you. It was Puerto Rico has excellent coconuts. So anyway, oh my goodness. that was that. Yeah. I'm surprised they let him say the, even the word sex at Central and Middle School. Well, I think since it was in the, you know, the topic of abstinence only. Yeah, I, okay. that was, I thought sure. the word, approved words were only like intercourse or <laughs> right. relationships. Relationships yeah. between Something a married more couple. sterile. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sterile. Oh, oh man, we got to get a hold of that rap, though. I'd like Somebody to hear that. Somebody has to remember it. Yeah. 
pretty John sick Moore. beat. I bet John Moore would remember that. You got to get him in here. Would that he would play like great. a CD or a, like it on the stereo or would he just freestyle? He did his it? own freestyle. He even did <laughs> oh, yeah. his own like, sound effects. It was bad. Oh, nice. Yeah. You need to ask the guys about that because then they would try to like imitate it. Yeah. You know, and then I remember all the girls were like, well, why didn't we get a rap? That's not cool. Yeah, Pam <laughs> like, didn't lay down the beats. <laughs> no, no, not at all. But oh my gosh. Then I think my, so speaking of rap, so Jason Smith lived behind me in Worcester, Ohio. Oh. Like literally our backyards like lined up in like our neighborhood, right? So this kid was like, I think he only went to Central for maybe like the last couple years of his high school career. Another Worcester kid didn't fit into the typical central kid background or whatever what year was he was he in so he was a senior when i was in seventh grade i think okay so he's a little bit older yeah than like a 2000 graduate or 1999 99 yeah around there something like that i don't know it would have been earlier oh yeah actually but i just remember so my mom was teaching um so it must have been eighth grade because i think my mom was teaching at the school by then and he i was i stayed up really late one night watching the emmys Oh, okay. for some reason, yeah, which I don't know why. And I didn't want to get up and leave when my mom needed to go. So she said, well, you can ride with Jason. Well, listen, my parents were, I mean, I, I laughed when you were talking about, or Andy was talking about Brio and Breakaway and like those magazines. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I mean, I was listening to those, like Rebecca St. James, like, you yep. know, I wasn't allowed to listen to real music. It was all Christian sure, music. Sure. So my mom was like, well, Jason's a nice boy. You can ride to school with him. I'll call his mom or something. So I walked through the backyard, got in the car with him, and he started playing like Nas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like this some gangster rap. Legit yeah. gangster rap, like yeah. really hardcore. <laughs> and I thought it was great. <laughs> I remember yeah. like riding in the car and then, you know, a couple times a week I'd tell my mom like, hey, I don't really want to ride to school with you. And then Jason would like, leave cds in my backpack and try to like think you really need to get to listen to some real music you know so he would just like let me borrow these cds and leave them in my backpack and then i would like play them secretly <laughs> in the basement in my room so my parents could near me yes. my dad found That's out and got awesome. so mad at me and he was like i can't believe you're listening and like dennis you know with his enunciation <laughs> gangsta <laughs> like, right, like right, every right. consonant but that was like you know i don't know it was all it was always this interesting thing i remember talking to jason about this on the car ride to school actually where he was like do you ever feel like you live in two different universes like Worcester you can be like a little bit more normal and then as soon as you drive out to Kidron it's like this whole yeah so that was like the first time I remember having these conversations with him where Mm -hmm. he was like I feel like I have to be a completely different person the second I walk into this school like and I remember that conversation and then I think I kind of forgot about it for a while (laughs) and then it you know resurfaced but yeah yeah he was definitely my introduction to good music and then also i think the first conversation i remember having about like it's okay to be yourself right <laughs> like right. you don't have to right fit into this mold if you don't want to yeah but nice. yeah he was awesome and he was the stuco president so every time oh. that he'd see me in the hallway with like operation connect we were chapel buddies too oh wow do you guys remember oh, wow. that yeah, yeah, chapel, yeah absolutely yeah. So, so you'd flash him like a gain sign yeah, or something we, like we that. Would, we would like so, say Wu-Town or something. Yeah. I don't know. We said Wu-Tang something really stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And I just remember thinking that like he was super cool and that he was, I was like, oh, he's talking to me. That's awesome. But oh Dude, my that God. is awesome. Because yeah. I remember we started carpooling my freshman year, your 
sophomore year before you had your license and your elsa mom, your mom drove too a couple yes, days a week yeah yeah and we'd oh, switch man. and elsa would have us not listening to gangster rap on the way to central sure but none other than npr npr, NPR yep. right, sure all all oh, the time absolutely. nothing different yep. your always mom was always for NPR. the christian radio station yep. which hardly ever Fit came in so it was like static. oh yeah she would be she wouldn't <laughs> oh, even be listening she she'd be like in it. another world in her head yeah. like thinking about god knows what right. yeah but it was like a green minivan right she had the most amazing jewelry though she had like really cool big bracelets i remember when she would drive and i was oh, like they those clink are together sweet. yes yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you can hear her coming she's like a dog with a leash like on all her <laughs> collars like ching, ching, ching. oh yeah, i love jill though she's the oh, nicest yeah. person ever but yeah, yeah she's I remember a sweet those, lady those trips yep and then i started driving yes. you yep and then i started driving you without my license because you let me <laughs> a couple times yeah because i was late on my homework uh-huh and I, you did have the unique talent of... Oh, gosh, the mascara. He's going to bring yeah, up the mascara. I, I, yes, I am. I didn't know that that was the word for it. I was just going to say makeup. Well, you would do your makeup while you're driving, which I always thought was impressive. You used, you used to yell at me. You were like, I did? Yeah, you were like, Jane, can you even see with that eyelash curler <laughs> oh, thing? Boy. Oh, yeah. So I never, I never seen an eyelash curler in my life before. I sure. never knew what this thing was. And sure. Anybody at home listening... If you don't know what they are, it's like this contraption that you put over your eyeball and it's oh, like metal. Like a clamp? Yeah. And it looks oh, crazy though. Oh. Yeah. It clamps down and I didn't know what she was doing, but she was doing this thing as she was driving. Yeah. I didn't know if she was putting in, in a contact or. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. Yep, that was, um, that was, that my, was fr- my routine. We would pull over at that Bell stores and they had Krispy Kreme donuts. Do you remember oh, that? Yeah. And cappuccinos. Oh, I'd always get the Krispy Kreme. <laughs> yeah. So we were yeah. always late for school, by the way, because like oh, yeah. I couldn't just leave a couple minutes earlier to stop for the donuts. Yeah, we'd always be late, and God bless Lisa Lepley. Every time I, I'd be like, "I'm sorry, my carpool was late because it was Jean," <laughs> and she's like, "Just write down carpool," and I would never get in trouble then because it was always your fault. Always Jean's yeah. fault. I never got in trouble either because um, oh, Kathy you, dude, Glick. Dude, you'd have a different excuse every, every time. time. <laughs> yeah, you'd think of something new when you'd come into school. Totally like, okay, I'm gonna do an Amish buggy. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> she'd come up with. Oh man. <laughs> well, some of t- sometimes. That was legit, but Kathy Glick was the assistant volleyball coach, and then Fred, the superintendent, yeah. oh yeah, was the volleyball coach. And like, if I was late or in trouble, then I couldn't play. That's right. So he would kind of just like let it slide, I think. Yeah, but the, the funniest part was there was some reason after I graduated, and it was after I graduated college, even. I don't remember what it was, but I had to get my high school transcript, which was so weird. And so I asked for it in my attendance record. I don't know how I graduated. It was like 30 some tardies. It was terrible in my senior year. So bad. But anyway, yeah, I was never on time for school, which is not shocking to anyone that knows me now. That's impressive. I feel that one of the most epic Gene stories is letting Jeremy drive to school. (laughs) And so it's good to know that Jason Smith, it was the original influence on bad behavior in the carpool. Yeah. Yeah. Although it wasn't bad behavior other than listening to, you know, rap music. Well, sure. Sure. Absolutely. (laughs) Right. Right. But, and he was always on time. According to Elsa. Yeah. According to Elsa and Dennis, that was the worst thing he could have possibly done for sure. They probably have no idea that that was even the case, that that was like, you know, how much I was listening to until like, yeah, this will be entertaining to hear my dad and he'll be like, I knew those CDs were a bad sign. (laughs) (laughs) But, oh man, that was funny. And then I'm trying to think eighth grade. So, okay. So Luke Davis, 
this guy, so he went to Worcester and he and his younger brother, Scott. So this is when we were in eighth grade, they started as sixth grade. So okay. Scott came to sixth grade, Luke came to eighth grade. And he was just like, from that day on our permanent connection to Worcester high school. Right. So oh, he yeah. was only at, at central for one year. Okay. Only that eighth grade year. That was okay. it. But he started dating Hannah Gingrich. I think they dated like for a significant amount of time all through high school. So he was always back. Like yeah. he was back quite a bit. Um, not all through high school. That's not true. But they dated for a while. Sure. And then he was just good friends with like John and Carver, like all those guys, Andrew Tannehill, like everyone. Right. Yeah. So he was always back. But anyway, it was just funny because for me, I was so happy to have another Worcester kid there and somebody that was like, okay, this is normal. Like somebody understands normal life and you yeah. know, yeah. whatever. But he would get us in so much trouble because he, we would sit together a lot in class and this will come up later. Cause I just kept doing this even after Luke left, but he would just make these side comments. Like, does that teacher really think that we're going to believe that? <laughs> or like, <laughs> did they really just say that? Did they realize that's not how it works? <laughs> like I they can would see him like saying that. Constant. Yeah. Yeah, to a point where it like normalized the criticism for me. It was so bad. So anyway, he was highly entertaining. So actually that, that epic senior camp out night, there was a group of Worcester people there too. Oh, wow. So there was Downton at Worcester and Downton, Central. Worcester yeah. and Central. And Luke was there with like a couple other Worcester people that came because there was like Chris Rutt was also oh dating gosh. somebody from Worcester. Oh, of course. It's always a rut. <laughs> you bring things in. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Where so, were the Wayndale f- folk on these nights? I mean, they just weren't fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> they showed up the next night. They're just a little slower. They're a little slower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were taking those four wheelers all the way over. Like we used to ride from here. That was oh fun. my gosh. Yeah. But no, I mean, he was, he was hilarious, but that was honestly like, from that point forward, like any event we had, like school socials, sometimes like games, and then Luke was still there with like a, yeah. a brigade of Worcester people. So a lot of the stuff that's like, especially when we talk about senior camp out night, like that is that is the oh, reason. But right, right. he was definitely my inspiration for calling things out when I heard them. Like, yeah. no, that's not okay. Or no, you can't say that. Cause it was like, he was still sitting right there next to me, even right. though he wasn't, but right. wow. oh my gosh, he was a trip. Um, so yeah, we started, we started a newspaper. I remember, um, being so mad that like there was this high school newspaper and we couldn't tell our stories. Mm. So we just asked, I think her, I think it was Carol Miller. I think she was our English teacher. And we were like, Hey, can we just start our own? And so, you know, the high school was the vein. So we started the artery. Nice. <laughs> I remember doing that. I like on, that. Um, what was was like, that Mike? your idea? I don't remember whose idea it was to name it. I remember it was like three or four of us that wanted to do the paper yeah. for sure. That's all, that's all we need. It's, it was Jean's idea. No, that's all we need. I'm not yeah. taking credit for it, <laughs> no, but I do like a credit. I do. I did like doing like the gossip thing, you know, like what were some ways to put some funny little notes in there that nobody else would understand? Stand oh, like into yeah. the article. Hidden messages. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I, I wish we oh, could yeah, find some like old ben copies. Franklin style. <laughs> I remember typing it up on Microsoft Publisher too. Like I nice. was the one that would type yeah. it up. Somebody else would like submit the articles. Like the one file extension that nothing can open. Yeah. Microsoft Dot Publisher. Pub. Yeah. It's like, come on, <laughs> man. Like, you can't do a PDF. <laughs> oh my gosh. Were you guys doing this after school? No, I think she made a class or like just in one of your English class. Probably an English class. I don't remember. 
That's a good That's question. That's pretty cool. Did was it just a piece of paper printed out on the totally? Printer? Okay, yeah. I, I don't know if they went to the press like the high school, which I still no. think is impressive that they did that. Yeah, where did they do that? I I don't know. I don't know. It was definitely off site because yeah, we'd be excited when they <laughs> delivered it. Yeah, for sure. You, for a paper that large, you need an actual full size printing press, I believe, to do that. Yeah. So I don't know. I bet we could find that. an ad in one of these yearbooks that would help us track down the printing press that did it. <laughs> oh, yeah, and if you could right. find all the old issues, that'd be so funny. Ooh. Yeah. There were some good ones in there, especially the bequeathment. Like, yeah. Uh, those were always good. Yeah. That was like a central thing, the bequeathments. Like, yeah, every year, everyone would love this stuff. And to see if you, how many bequeathments you got, if you got any. Yeah. So that's why our class wasn't allowed to have those yearbook descriptive words, by the way. Because the class ahead of us, so when you were making fun uh, of ours, like, why does it say God is gracious? Twice. Yeah, it's the same thing twice. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe like, a third time too sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Chris Newsbaum yeah. was our yearbook advisor. And I just remember something happened with the class above us with those bequeathments and it's the descriptive the words. Above. Yeah, well they wrote something and I was trying to look through the one above us to like remember, but there was something super offensive that somebody wrote as one of the descriptive words in the yearbook for someone. Oh, and then they shut it down. Yes. Because it was yearbook committee that wrote those descriptive <laughs> yes. words. It wasn't like you chose your own. Yeah. No, this rings a bell. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. So they shut it down and they said, you need to get the Bible verse that goes along with your name and then like whatever the descriptive word is about your name and that was it and like you don't get a choice. So wow. I remember Chris Nussbaum telling us that and we were all like so mad shut about down. it. Yeah. But yeah, then okay. Juliana and was it Mark at senior our senior banquet, they just read them out loud. Yeah. Like they did it themselves and they still, that was like part of the program and okay, they just good. read like descriptive words. Like I think I was most likely to work at Disney world as an adult. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and then there was one, um, I remember Andrew is most likely to run a fi fortune 500 company. There you it's go. True. Oh, that's what they said. It's a good one for you. Do you yeah. remember there was a, another female in our class who was something about her marine biology mini term and it was, she will work in a marine biology field and slap a cucumber until it eviscerates. <laughs> Do you remember that uh, one? I remember that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was their way of being really snarky with oh, those. My. Interesting. Yeah. But they just read them off at banquet instead. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my favorite parts of the uh, banquet program. Was reading those like yeah, most likely to. Yeah, I got a chance to write those the next year for our class. Oh, of course that, you did. That was a lot of fun. You would be the perfect person to write those. Getting I'm mad I missed people. those. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's clearly what this was for our class too. <laughs> it was not good, but it was yeah. pretty entertaining. But yeah, that's why we couldn't have those. Middle school, there's all these like boy girl dramas and oh, like yeah. somebody's going out with someone which is basically just like announcing that you both like each other and holding hands in the, hall the hallways right. or whatever calling each other in the afternoon mm -hmm. <laughs> so there were like two girls that were fighting over this guy and there was this flag football game i'll never forget this there was this flag football game in the field at bluffton which i don't know why because there's no football at central like, why did we decide that we were going to do that? <laughs> so it's raining and super muddy and everyone was playing this football game. And these two girls like kept trying to tackle this guy that they were fighting over. I promise I was not one of these girls, by the way. Okay, sure. <laughs> but they were like tackling this guy that they were fighting over, which I, oh my it was God. Matt so Carhan. I'll say the guy. Oh, they were fighting over Matt Carhan. And this I was like Carhan's like first yeah. year. Like he came in eighth grade. So this was like his first year being there. 
Ah, oh, fresh meat. End of the year, exactly. Fresh meat. Yeah. And these two, I just remember like just looking at these two girls and be like, "Is this really what's going on?" Literally right falling over like, this you're guy. Literally tackling this guy, trying to see like who he'll respond wow. to or whatever. And I remember standing. I think it was John Moore. I was standing next to one of the guys, and I just looked over at them and was like. What is going on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what yeah. Was is just this? smiling all. He's just all ears. He's probably standing there in his big. He had like Jenko jeans, like those huge oh, yeah. wide leg Jenko oh, jeans. Oh yeah, yeah, parachute pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but John, John was always one that like was good for a snarky remark, and I just remember looking at him and just being like, "What is going on?" And he made some comment about like, you know, Mennonite girls, <laughs> they're crazy or some something like that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. At the time, I had no idea. That's where I would end up going to college so now looking back on all that is that was influential really yeah, yeah. i guess so yeah. i guess i thought flag football games were going to be an ongoing thing at bluffton but you weren't tackling guys over there um i was well, but I mean, not that way she served on campus security for those two semesters <laughs> yes. yeah. i definitely had a run in or two with campus security but yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no, that was uh, that Bluffton trip. And I just remember like it was the end of the year. And then that was another one of those instant messenger drama situations that just went on all summer. Like everyone was talking yeah. about it. And these two girls yeah. were still fighting. There's chat room conversations about it. You know, all oh, that yeah, good the, stuff. Over the summer drama was always a little bit different. It's always fun because right. you don't know how everyone's going to act. Everyone looks a little bit different when you come back to school, too. Yep. And oh. up a little bit. Not sure what rumors were true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, where'd you go? Florida? No. Georgia? Right. Okay. Speaking of rumors. <laughs> so I love how you guys, like, admitted that you were the starters of so many rumors and then just decided to let them fly for a while and see how many of them would catch on. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure that you must have been the ones that started mine then. What was your rumor? Whoa. Uh, so well, now it's like it's so funny because i'm always like who started that it yeah. makes no sense and now once well, you once i listened to that i was like i bet it was, was those the two. rumor true though not yeah. at all okay okay let's we it gotta get that so out there first. outlandish that i was like who started this i'm nervous now <laughs> so outlandish that it's gotta be true all right uh-huh. <laughs> yeah okay well this would have been the summer before my senior year okay this is probably i don't know if you're gonna let this one make the cut okay i'm okay if it does but it's pretty bad um, so I broke up with Tanny or he broke up with me. One of them. I don't remember. We broke up and got back together like 18 times over okay. the course of our relationship. So we were dating other people and I was dating this guy from Worcester that was like my neighbor and played tennis. Oh, and he was working at the country club as like an assistant tennis pro. Oh, this is reminding me of Red Oaks on Amazon. Yeah. Oh, that is I a like great this. show. Yeah. That is a great show. Boy check. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so we would like, and dating is like a, t- a term I'm using very loosely. We were spending a lot of time together. We'll say that. Sure. And <laughs> I got, so then we, you know, he goes on to college. He went to school in Cincinnati and I went back to Central. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And... I went to a volleyball tournament. We always played at Archbold every year. Okay. So I left one weekend and I was gone for the entire weekend at this volleyball tournament. And I got back and I was in Miriam Kratzer's marriage and family living class, which I've got a great story about that class. Mm -hmm. But I was sitting in that class and I remember Andy and Chris and Mark and like a couple other guys were sitting in the row in front of me and they were like whispering and they kept turning around and looking at me and then like whispering again. And I finally just like hit Andy on the back of the head, like a pencil. And I was like, what is going on? And he goes, you're going to be really mad. 
And I'm like, okay, we'll just tell oh, it me. wasn't good whispering. Uh-oh. It wasn't like, check out Jean. She's <laughs> looking yeah, fly today. Not good at yeah. all. Yeah. And he goes, we, where were you this weekend? And I was like, I was at Archbold playing volleyball. Yeah, only and cops was, and parents ask that question, by the way. <laughs> He's yeah, like, seriously. So you, right? He goes, so you didn't go anywhere else other than volleyball? And I was like, no. It's like, you didn't go out of town other than to Archbold to play volleyball. I was like, No. He goes, okay, guys, I forgot they were at Archbold. She couldn't have been in Cincinnati. I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, oh, we heard that you went to go see, and then he said this guy's yeah. name, and you were in his frat house. Oh, <laughs> no. And I was like, okay. Oh, no. What? <laughs> like, no. No, okay. not at all. And so then I like went, I got out of class. Doing some sin in Cincinnati. Yeah, That's right. right. That's so right. I got out of class and I walked. So her class, that class was like down by the middle school wing. Miriam's okay. room was. Yeah. So I had to walk back to the junior senior hallway. And I don't remember. I must have been out of class early or whatever. But anyway, it was one of those classic, like I went into a bathroom stall. I was sitting in the bathroom, going to the bathroom. And I heard these two girls walk in and they were talking about this. And they had no idea it was in there. It was like a classic oh situation, right? And so I oh, let them finish no. their story. And then I flush the toilet and stand up and walk out. And they both just turned like white as a ghost when Yo. they saw me walk out. Yo. And I just walked up to one of them and I was like, did I tell you that story? <laughs> and she was like, shook, shook her head no. And I'm like, did he, did this guy tell you that story? Do you even know who he is? And she shook her head no again. And I went, okay, well, next time you want to live vicariously through my life, at least tell me so we can get our story straight. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally yeah. what I said to her. Because yeah. I assumed she was the one that started the story oh, until your man. last podcast episode. And right. now I'm like, well, maybe those guys started that outlandish <laughs> rumor just to see how far it would go. No, no, I, <laughs> I really don't think. that crazy, no. Yeah, ours were uh, not harmful. They were more like, oh, this guy did We were really funny. only cruel to dudes yeah well, yeah listen you know, if it was you it would have been i now i would laugh about it because it at least got around a little uh, bit oh yeah <laughs> well i mean knowing andy yost i i just gotta say what grade what grade was that that was my senior year yeah he might have been making that up himself just that's to true. just to get that <laughs> that's, <going. laughs> that's actually very true we but, should ask yost yeah but no, that was that was probably one of the worst stories. But I did go, and I remember walking out of the bathroom because you know there's no doors on those bathrooms. There's just those weird concrete block walls. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot about and that. And I was yeah. like yelling at these girls. And so I remember walking yes, out. You're pulling and up your everybody, pants. Everybody, yeah, right? Everybody <laughs> was listening. Like everyone was in the hallway, being dead quiet, just yeah. listening to that conversation. And then Luann, my dearest friend, I just remember her slamming her locker shut and going, "Okay, nothing to listen to here." <laughs> like, wow. Telling everybody to move on. Wow. But yeah, that was probably one of the most upset, like, yeah, me going off moments of my high school career. But. Yeah. Yeah, I, I forget how close you were to Luann. She was your sidekick for a long time. She was my sidekick for a long time. Still is if she wouldn't be so darn far away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there was one story with her in particular. I that was This was also my senior year. So you guys remember fish fries? Oh, oh yes, my. yes. Oh my gosh. So I think it was, I don't remember which one it was, junior or senior, but it was the one, whichever one's in the fall. I had already committed to play volleyball at Goshen and I just had to like get out there for an open gym. So it must have been spring, actually. And so Luann and I, we were both, I think it was junior then. She was working fish fry. We left super late at night and we had this five-hour drive out to Goshen to play in this volleyball open gym and she was going to play too. And so she got this cappuccino from the gas station again because, mm. you know, this is what Absolutely. we do. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So we're driving and 
we get to Goshen pretty late or, you know, park the car, good old station wagon that I used to drive. <laughs> V8 and in that thing. That thing was a power horse. A boss. Special it car. Yeah. It was freaking awesome. There's some good stories in that car. Clark Griswold mobile. <laughs> yeah. And we, so we were, uh, she, and it was like, I don't know if it was starting to get warmer or what, but I mean, this cappuccino baked in that car for the whole weekend okay so like we parked it never got in the car and she left it in the like you know front seat cup holder so we get in the car to start to drive home on like sunday and i open the car and it smelled like someone threw up in this car because it was like this oh. rotten cappuccino that had just like curdled and, you know whatever oh i was thinking it'd just stay hot the whole time and like you could just drink it oh no it was Not like bad so bad it was the mm. one of the worst smells to this day that i've ever had <laughs> we hmm. discovered this new <laughs> method yeah. yeah it just stays hot <laughs> the whole time schultz stole it <laughs> yeah. from us yeah it's like <laughs> Uh, so we're like driving back and I don't know why she didn't just dump it before we even start. I don't know what was going on, but this is typical Luann. So we're driving back. She rolls both windows down, like the front and the back window for some reason. And she, we're on the highway and she dumps this thing out and it goes right back in oh, to no. the back of my car. Oh. All over like oh, the back seats, Louis. all over the cloth, like all over everything. I mean, this oh, thing. Yeah, I cloth seats too. Yeah, and I took oh. it through that. Do you remember that Sargent car? I think it's still there downtown where yeah. they do like the interior. Yes. I think oh. I took that thing through three or four times before that smell was out. And oh so, oh my gosh, it was just this like big joke <laughs> with her. Anytime she had a coffee mug or anything, I was like, Luann, dump that out <laughs> like, yep. right now. She was the worst, but like, oh my God, she, there's so many funny stories about her. We like broke into a church one night. Oh, so it was Adri Bueller. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Adri, me, Luann, and Kyle, and maybe one other. I think there might be. It was I like love one how other he's guy. getting like that's oh, just yeah. a Kyle and a right. Yeah. Aura, I guess he's just it is getting it, you guys in all sorts of shit. Well, and like why? <laughs> and it was somewhere over by Wadsworth or Ritman. Like, and I don't. And I don't even know what church it was. I've oh. never been there in my life. It was probably Kyle's, whatever church he went to or family went to. I don't know. But anyway, we broke into this church. And they duct taped me to a wheelchair and oh. Kyle just ran me at full speed <laughs> down the hallways through this church. Like that was what we were doing on a random Saturday night. Like oh what? I know the things like people central think kids. that central kids, you know, you go there cause you get in trouble. I'm like, Oh yeah, no, I was not in trouble. I was, uh, definitely being wheelchair through <laughs> a church at 10 o'clock on a Saturday night while right. I duct taped but oh, oh my, my gosh goodness. what did, did you guys do other sorts of trouble or you like luann and i no i mean like uh or that night of that the church night, yeah, yeah where you guys like Emic and the gals yeah, yeah. yeah. The gals. i feel like i don't know you have to add, like, are you getting kyle on this i feel like he's got to have the best story we hope probably. to he's got a very busy schedule <laughs> and he's rescheduled multiple times oh my gosh you'll but, have to ask him i i feel like i remember being in a sunday school classroom and like writing things on the chalkboard or oh, like yeah something for them to see the next sunday yeah something mm -hmm. like that but i think that was probably kyle I've, i would have been too afraid to get in trouble yeah, maybe to some nice like drawings that. for him mm -hmm. yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god kyle is the worst but oh he was so funny okay so you were you guys were talking about many terms so you went on clearly mm -hmm. canadian too which i didn't realize 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so they must have done it in a couple of years. Did it a couple of years. Yeah. Okay. And I just got to say, this is becoming one of my favorite segments when we hear from folks about their mini terms, <laughs> because we're, we're hearing that it's a formative thing when they, when they go on these special trips, many mm-hmm. times people stick to that hobby or interest later on in life. So let's just see how yeah. this plays out. Oh gosh. Let's just see where this goes. <laughs> so I... I think I did kind of your mentality, Jeremy, of like, wasn't that you that said, just write down the best ones? Yeah. So, yeah, they're not going to give you your first one if you're like an underclassman, mm-hmm. was my thought. Mm-hmm. Um, so, write down what you don't want first, kind of, but a really good one yeah. still. And then write your best ones, second and third. And then you'll probably get those. But if you don't get any of them, you're going to get an awesome one regardless. So the only mistake I would say I made is that I did that. I had the best ones for three years in a row. And then my senior year, I was like, well, there's wah, wah. Which I did home front my senior year, which is with your sister, actually, which was fun. Yeah. Were you in that too? No. 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 I didn't get into marine biology. That was the one I wanted to get into. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Sure. But okay. So freshman year was clearly Canadian. Um, that one was so funny. So Sean, it was Sean Emick was in that mostly upperclassmen. Yeah, I was going to say that's pretty impressive mm-hmm. to get in that one as a freshman. I don't know how I did. I'm pretty yeah. sure. So it was Juliana and I were the only freshmen. Juliana does. Oh, and Hannah, Hannah Gingrich was on Gingrich. that too. Okay. Okay. Um, but then it was almost all upperclassmen and it was a really random group of people, <laughs> but Sean was in there and he okay first of all he did this baptist preacher impression <laughs> we, we so the, we did a service trip at like a hutterite reservation oh, oh really? way. yeah i've only seen videos yeah i, I think uh, miriam showed a video of it. yeah uh, yeah so yeah we did a hutterite reservation service trip where we like went in and cleaned up their school for their kids in there and then yeah. they talked to us about like how they all lived and like they're shared, like you don't, you didn't have your own money. Like all the money went to the colony, which was so interesting. Wow. I just and they didn't have their own cleaners. Apparently not. And it just, it was like, where did they, where did Deb Friesen come up with this? Like this, this is, is what we were going to do. Yeah. So, cause it was Deb and Bruce Friesen that were the leaders on this. So yeah, we were, <laughs> we were in this Hutterite reservation and Sean just kept saying the most inappropriate, horrible things in his <laughs> Baptist preacher voice. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> People were looking at him like, what is this kid? <laughs> like, yeah. And then he was like talking to people walking down the street in that voice, in that voice like, sure. everywhere oh we went. Then we went to an Indian reservation and in their church, we're cleaning their church. Yeah. And he was oh, doing the same. And he literally, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was cleaning all we did. Canadian is what is well, called more of a CSD marathon. Well, here. <laughs> the best part, I think it was because we were staying at these like really nice ski resorts, and so I think they felt like uh, they needed to like balance it out with some service yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. just give them a bottle of Windex and yeah. on a Friday and call I mean, we were yeah, staying at Sunshine Village in Banff, like. <laughs> Right by Lake Louise. You guys made it to Banff? Yes. We made it to Banff on Mm -hmm. the trip that I went to. That was the best, to this day, the best skiing I've ever done in my life. Yeah. So Sean, but here's the deal. I had never skied once in my life before this mini term and neither had Sean and uh, Tracy Stauffer. Do you remember Dan Stauffer? Yes. So it was his his older sister. So she, the three of us had literally never skied. So this is what they do. So the first place that we go to, I think it was like the first day was at... Calgary Olympic Park. Yes. In Canada. Yes. So we went to whatever that Bible college is that's up there. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. for like a tour and then we go to Calgary Olympic Park. Yeah. Did you stay in a hostel in Calgary? Uh, no, we stayed in people's homes. Oh, wow. From okay. like this church. So okay. we were all split up, which was Yikes. super, yes. And that was always like, you know, for it's any so choir, awkward. like MSEC or anything, we yes. would always stay at people's yeah. houses. Yes. And the food is always terrible. Yes. So you go to bed they, hungry. They don't have like Pop-Tarts or anything for you. No, it always, it's always like <laughs> something weird. Like, oh, I made yeah. my family favorite. And I'm like, well, we're not family, so it's not our favorite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chicken Tetrazine. Yeah, right. yeah you're weird to a casserole. Oh. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, no, it was... It was awkward, but so we go to this park and like everyone else, I mean, if you're going to learn to ski somewhere, maybe don't try Canada in the Rockies. Like really bad idea, Gene, in hindsight, (laughs) but didn't know it. So it's Sean, Tracy and I with the ski instructor and a bunch of little kids, right? (laughs) Learning how to snow plow. (laughs) So I remember going up like the, you know, like the magic carpet snow belt thing. And, um, you know, we could do a couple of runs, starting to get pretty confident, whatever. Well, Sean somehow gets his ski stuck in, like, the belt going back down. And it's, I just remember his foot going up like this, like his ski going up, and he falls backwards, like a domino effect. Like, all down these little kids are, like, one by no. one, everyone's falling down this magic carpet. And oh. he's just, again, like, the loudest, most obnoxious person about it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I have no idea who this guy is. What the heck? Right, right. <laughs> we, like, we go down the bunny hill a couple times which a bunny hill there is like a black here right i mean right. like the oh, smallest yeah. thing you absolutely can yes so hard and so, long not no, like many really. times we're thinking like you know this is just like a yeah, hill that, slope is really yeah, what you're in ohio yeah, yeah. and you're yeah. thinking like snow trails like yeah. it's not that long of a, of a ride down the hill no That's these right. are like mile long mountains <laughs> yeah <laughs> these runs totally so Tracy gets up to, we get up to like the first, you know, we're off the magic carpet. We're going on a real ski lift and we're riding this thing for like five minutes yeah. it, to your point. It takes forever. It takes Jeez. forever. And Tracy's freaking out when we get to the top of this ski lift and she, they have to stop the lift to get her off. Cause she's like, I can't like jump off of here. I'm terrified. Right. So she, she finally gets off the ski lift. She sidesteps her way down this entire mountain. No joke. No. The whole no way down. Joke. No joke. The whole way down. Well, Sean oh has like had goodness. enough, right? So for a while, we're just like going back and forth trying to stay with her. So he's like, screw this and just takes off. <laughs> he <laughs> Joel Kaufman's it. Yes. <laughs> full sends it. Takes <laughs> off. Full send for sure. The best part. And I'm trying to like catch up to him without dying, right? Like, yeah. Yep. And I just, all I remember is watching him. You know, there's those like yellow fences that are like, hey, there's a cliff on the other side. (laughs) Don't go over here. Oh my gosh. He just full on flies into one of those fences because he can't (laughs) stop himself. And gets like tangled up in this thing. And that's all I remember seeing is like his skis and his poles in this fence going all over the place. Like this is the worst. We are all going to die. No one's going to make it home. Like... <laughs> awful but oh, i could just hear him screaming so, oh, so he also skis like a baptist pre- uh, preacher too <laughs> not only speaks like it but do you remember how in chapel they would make you do these like summary like you're you'd have to give a presentation of your mini term like oh, when you yeah. got back yeah so he did his entire like he did our summary and he did the baptist preacher impression for the whole the summary whole of the trip i love that <laughs> like, it was phenomenal there was a lot of really cool things about that mini term, honestly. Like it was interesting to see that Hutterite colony in the Indian reservation and then yeah. I think we must have stayed at a church. I do remember Sean finding this like I think I have a picture of it over there, but this like leopard print 
fur jacket and like a scarf and then like you at know at a church or at like yeah a, oh, somewhere wow. he found Someone it like yeah so he was dressed up like a female it was pretty awesome <laughs> i love that <laughs> but yeah sean was like i mean that was one of my favorites i think what was cool about many term is because they would like mix up classes mm-hmm. that whole group was people that i would have probably never otherwise spent time with mm-hmm. and that's yeah. what i loved about that the most yeah yes for sure the next year was lauraville service and ski my sophomore oh, year yeah. staying with the the skiing theme <laughs> yeah and that one was fun. That was another interesting group of people. But you know what I remember the most about that is Dave Risser. Dave was the, I think oh, he probably always was. Oh, yeah, that was his was. trip, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 And I just remember, like, learning a sense of, like, work ethic from that trip because, oh, my gosh, like, Dave would not let you stop until something was done. Like, mm-hmm. I remember the guys were out mm-hmm. there, like, chopping up wood, literally. And I think we were, like... <laughs> I don't remember what all we were doing. Did you guys work at that camp? Yeah, Laurelville Mennonite Camp or whatever. Oh, yeah, we were chopping up wood there, too. Yeah, so he was doing that, and then I think some of us were inside cleaning the lodge or something like that, and I remember, like, Chad Yoder, Amber's older brother. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, that's the cleaning crew, many term. Um, (laughs) Chad Yoder, who else was on that? There was, like, three guys that were two or three years older than me on that trip, and I remember them being like, Dave, man, can we just go eat dinner? And he was like... Like, no. no, we don't stop until the work is done. They and I was out. No. Yeah. Oh. And, and Dave was like the last man standing finishing this. Wow. And I just remember like that standing out to me, you yeah. know, about yeah. Dave. Because he was always, he was always one of my favorite teachers. Like, yeah. My, you know, mine as well. He, he, yeah. he always smiled before he responded. And it made me think that he was like appreciating the moment before he had to act like the teacher. Like when yeah. we took him that exploded pipe information. <laughs> yeah, like, like when we took him stuff that we shouldn't have been taking him, you know, he'd he'd smile first and like he'd have that wide that grin on pause, it. And yeah. he'd everyone he sometimes he'd like duck his head and shake it from side to side. <laughs> and he'd Well guys, this is uh this is a pretty serious thing you did here. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I appreciate the effort. <laughs> right, right. But thanks for telling me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, he and Mark Vixler helped me out big time one year because speaking of summer, my parents had this rule that if I got a C in any class, I couldn't watch TV or be online like on AOL until the next grade card came out. Oh, Ooh. John Moore well, can't wait that long. Yeah, right yeah. for those instant messengers. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so the one year that I was like close to getting a C was when I had Dave for physics and Mark for like chemistry. I don't remember what I had Mark for, but Those I had tough them classes both. too. Yes. Right, yeah. right, right. And I remember begging them and literally like saying, I won't come in here and like redo all of my homework or stay extra after school and try to figure this out and fix this. Like, just yes. please don't give me a C because right. it was like fourth quarter. Oh, right. What would I, you like, do without Clueless? Them. Like, seriously. I know. Oh, look at that. I know. Look at that. That's that, you know, that probably is right. <laughs> it's probably something I held on to from that movie. Yeah. But no, they both were super nice. And like, I think I had to retake a test of, for Dave. And then Mark made me like, I think I had to do like four or five different homework assignments over because I just, that was probably stuff I was trying to finish in the car when you were driving me <laughs> <Yeah. to school. laughs> Gotta get this done. I gotta get a B bonus. Right. But I'm yeah. glad, I'm glad you brought up Bixler <laughs> mm-hmm. because, um, well, first off, he went to a WCW match when he was in high school. They went to a pro wrestling match. What? He told me that in Salt Group. That's yeah. cool. Oh, As a teacher, you, salt group. I've always yeah, wanted to go to the Remember those? But second, yeah. 
Someone in this room once told me that there was a copy of Bixler's chemistry test that was being passed around, allowing kids to fill out the test, not only accurately, but also very quickly. Gene, do you know anything about this? Um, it's interesting now that you say that. <laughs> um, was that you? <laughs> I did tell you that story. That was top secret. Oh, top secret? Oh, no, it wasn't stamped. Is that that might be how I got through that class. That did. I feel that, like that was the case for Bob Raver's math class too. There were a couple of those. So were these like tests from previous years or someone yeah. else? Yeah. Like, wow. So, they were reusing the same tests. Yes, he used the same tests. Nice. Mm-hmm. I know exactly who we got that from too in the class yeah. above us. Yep. No way. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep, that was who'd true. Who'd you pass it down on to then? Yeah. Who'd you bequeath it to? Yeah. Um, that's like a probably Luann. Oh, that makes sense. Uh-huh. She's a good keeper of the flame. Yeah, yeah that's a protector. Probably. And I don't even know if I like had it or if we just passed it around and then whoever had it, you had it. Okay, I, She's I like, fully I had it. <laughs> I did not pass it on. Oh, because I'm like that. Oh man, <laughs> kids <laughs> nowadays, you just take a quick photo and send, you know, text it to everyone. Oh, I can't imagine. Yeah, it's so easy now. Yeah, I can't imagine. I cannot. Can you imagine there. our central experience if social media not, existed? You know, I'm so glad though. It would have been cool. But I'm glad we had it the way we did almost. I'm glad yeah. we did Before all of it. I yeah. feel like we were right in the sweet spot where we had yeah. the devices to capture stuff. Like right. we've got some hilarious footage. Like we do yes. have footage of us lighting. But it's really rare. Yeah. And, and that's what makes it special. Yeah. But we didn't have a place to publish it back then. Right. So it never yeah. got us in trouble. Right. And now yeah. as soon as you capture it, you can publish it. Well, we grew up in an era where you could capture it, but you couldn't just you put it out it there. Right away. Yeah. So yeah. your parents weren't looking in that your eight millimeter videotapes. No, <laughs> like, no, you no put it, just label it like OSU football game yeah. and no one's checking no, that no, thing no. out. Yeah. See, I wasn't yeah. that smart. Mine's literally labeled like Backstreet Boys, eighth grade. Oh my like gosh. we were imitating the Backstreet Boys. We were dressed in like chinos and white tank tops. <laughs> oh, yes. Doing Backstreet's back. It's me and Tia and Hannah and Jesse and Lisa. Still have it somewhere. Wow. Did you follow them enough to have a favorite album? <laughs> Backstreet Boys. Oh, what was the one that had that like Halloween, like that everybody? Is that Backstreet's yeah. Back? Or, I, yeah. <laughs> everybody. That one. I yeah. love that. Yeah. And I knew that whole dance. Oh, <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Yes. I knew that whole dance. And then I had like Hannah and I had this Britney Spears fan club that was secret because we didn't want anyone to know that we really oh. liked Britney Spears. Oh, that's wise. But now I no shame about it. Love yeah. Britney Spears. Yeah, that yeah. The, her one album where she uh, she's lucky. She's so lucky. <laughs> she's, she's a, a star, star, but she cries, cries, cries. cries. <laughs> that album is gold. I don't yeah. care who you are. Mm. All of those songs are bangers. See, listen, Circus, that one is a killer too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I just drove to Louisville last week and I listened to Britney Spears the entire drive down Good and I have my God. zero yes. shame seriously? about that. Yes. Yes. That's seriously. Yeah, seriously. She's having her Johnny Cash comeback and I am yeah. all for it. I'm See? all for it. I'm yeah, here for it. I'm hoping there's a Vegas but you know that this is still something that I hold over Jared's head and I'm very upset about him or upset about with Vegas. him for about Vegas. Because that was like what I wanted for my 30th birthday. The only thing I wanted was to go see Britney Spears. The only thing, Jug. The only thing. The only thing, Jug. And then he knocked me up. So, going to Vegas. He gave you the ultimate gift. I mean, I'll take Jocelyn over a Britney Spears concert any day. But (laughs) still, it was, I was pretty upset about that. And then she, you know, ended her career and probably won't have a Vegas residency ever again. Probably not. But she will get the dock. (laughs) 
She will get the documentary. Oh, there we go. I'll so. cut that. I'm gonna cut that. I actually really like Britney. I love Britney Spears. She's yeah, the me too. I had a buzz cut too once. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, what was that? That was like 2007. That's like when we were in college. Oh, yeah. she's amazing. Oh, Hashtag man. free Britney. Speaking of AOL, that is how we met. Mm-hmm. So I knew a lot of people at Central before I came. But I transferred in halfway through the year. So I was given your AOL handle. I don't remember what it was at that time. Folly set seven. Exactly. Okay, oh, she's already starting to give away this John Moore. So, oh, this is too much. Folly <laughs> set seven. Too much. So I was told, oh, well, you know, you know, we could hang out. But here, here's Jean's number. Talk about the person who connects all the groups and all the people. I was given your AOL handle to contact <laughs> to see if we could hang out. So pre me coming to Central, we met up, I think. Yeah, you're right. And hung out a few times. So I didn't feel weird coming in. I shouldn't have felt weird because I did know plenty of people. But yeah, I, that yeah. was always special. I feel like that's why we're still friends. And, you know, Aww. we, yeah. I mean, we've known each other for a long time now. 20 yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Please don't say that. That's bad. 20 years. Crazy. Weavy 84 is yep, in the chat. That was my <laughs> Here she is. And folks. I did know you could print. You did so know. I did I know. Love you, it. Yeah, that was special. Oh man. No, I remember when you showed up at Central. And I mean, it's so funny because I think you're right. You shouldn't have felt uncomfortable. Well, I just remember you showed up. We were just talking about this, how like everybody at Central would wear jeans and like Goodwill t-shirts. And that was like the vibe. That was like shocking to me. Right. Well, both of us grew up in very different, like, I I remember my mom, like when I wanted to go to Goodwill to get a t-shirt, she was just like, what are you doing? Like, why? (laughs) Terrible. We give to them. We don't take from them. (laughs) You look awful. Like you look grungy. I I literally went to my brother's like drawer and got out his old baseball t-shirts because I noticed that was what people were wearing. I was like, okay, I can do that. Well, I just remember you showed up wearing like, well, you guys talked about this. Like you talked about how Abercrombie was banned. And I think you showed up wearing like on the first day an Abercrombie, Uh like, I just remember you wearing an Abercrombie shirt or something like that. Uh But I don't think you, like, I I think it was fine, but I could, I remember those girls, like I could, I could just hear them. Who knows if they actually did this, but I could just hear them walking up to me like, well, you know, here, we don't really wear that or we don't really do that. And I just was not into that. Like, I don't know, making people feel uncomfortable thing. And I just remember being so excited that there was like, I could tell right away that we were going to get along because it was like, all right, she's real. (laughs) None of this is like going to happen with her. So I was super grateful when you showed up on the scene. That's crazy. You guys met online. Like, yeah, yeah, we one did. One of the pioneers. I forgot about that, but you're right. Because I think we met at like the movie theater or... Yeah, that sounds... Somewhere in the North End. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like before sounds the first, right. before your first day of school. Right. Something like that. But... Yeah, because I joined or I started mid-junior year. So mm-hmm. still like... So my first introduction to Central was actually mini-term, which oh, I went to Lauraville. Oh, you, so you went straight to mini term, right? Yeah, which was Whoa. pretty freaking That would be super that is weird. weird. Yeah, you it started was with weird. dessert first. It, yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah, it but was like really in the fun, most awkward weird. way because you're like locked in an experience with people that you don't and, know at all. Yeah, I don't yeah. think there were many people from our actual class 
in that. So there were a lot of seniors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? It'd be an awkward love feast. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I remember Sit that. in a circle and say something oh, nice. Yeah, that would be. But they were awkward anyway, no matter Yeah, what. I wouldn't have done well in the first place in that. Oh, man. <laughs> I got cool stuff for Christmas. Yeah, that's actually where saying. I met Kyle Emick, so... On that, uh, yeah, we uh, we were fast friends. Did so. he know how to ski? Yeah, we all. I think pretty much everyone knew how to ski. <laughs> so it was better than Sean on a mini trip. <laughs> At least Kyle knew what he was doing. Yeah. Well, that mini term that year, I went to Arizona. That one, I I cannot tell you if you had to ask me my favorite one between Canada and Arizona. Oh man, those were like amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I have a hard time choosing. Um. But that, that's where I just, Andy, man, he, he left out all of his good stories on that one. Oh, what did he leave out? So what's the good one? That's the borders and bridges trip. Yeah. Borders okay. and bridges. He <laughs> with Zaleski, Michael Rogers, yes. John Geyser, Tom, yep. Tom Landry, uh, and the leader was Michael Yoder, Michael Yoder and his Yoder. mom. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. Becca Kaufman and Liz Zaleski and I were the only girls on that one. Um, no, Andy left out the fact that he um, was indulging in smoking some spices on that trip. Andy. Oh. And he gave me permission to share this, oh. FYI. Okay. But, um... Spices. Yeah, yeah like, I don't know what... Like murder? Or what was <laughs> he and basil, they wrapped okay. it up in napkins. <laughs> oh it's like they thought this was going to be so funny, which what? it was. And they literally, like, took dried spices out of the kitchen. Like, I mean, we were staying oh. with this, like professor she was a nursing professor at goshen <laughs> which is how michael knew her and yeah. they had this home in arizona that like you know when she wasn't teaching they would live there and so it was like literally their kitchen so like imagine walking up to somebody's kitchen take like opening up the spice cabinet and like literally emptying spices onto a napkin and then rolling it up and walking outside and smoking it that's oh, what andy did andy. wow yeah. i know i just remember walking out to the back it was like the back porch there was this back porch <laughs> off of their kitchen and i saw like smoke <laughs> it's yeah. like what is going on which would be concerning in arizona <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah there's probably a no burn policy at this point <laughs> and i just walk out there and i just see andy like token up a basil yeah oh joint. it's yeah. just like what are looking you looking for that flavor and he just you know in his typical andy way like oh cheap cheap hi i'm like what are you doing like, he's like just just sitting out here enjoying the stars yeah <laughs> okay yeah. which i'll give him that like that was one of the most like you know there's no lights anywhere oh. around i mean he's right that the closest neighbor was like miles and miles away right yeah He's just okay. out there by himself smoking this spice I joint. Michael Rogers was oh, out yeah. there with him too. I was, I was gonna say I that's figured it was Michael. Yeah. 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 yeah, but Andy was the only one actually doing this. Like, <laughs> like Michael was just out there, like, "What the heck are you doing?" <laughs> then there was one um, that Arizona song, by the way. Yeah, I remember him singing that. I remember John singing that, like in Arizona. Yeah, I love that. But I had forgotten about that until you brought that up. But then the other one was there was one night that. Um, we were all sleeping, you know, like just upstairs in this ranch or whatever. So you could, they're paper thin walls. You could hear everything. Okay. Right? All right. And so I heard Michael and Andy and I don't know who else was in that conversation. It might've been Tom Landry talking about the top 10 hot girls at Central List. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. The ultimate bedtime combo. Oh, I mean, and they are going through evaluating just everything, right? Oh, I mean, wow. just 
everything. <laughs> I'm sitting yeah. there. Liz, oh, Liz, Liz Lushy, not, Becca Kaufman and I can hear all of this, right? We're all sharing a room. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember Liz, like, at one point could not contain herself anymore. She started cackling so loud at oh. something they had said about somebody. And then just literally through the wall said something like, you guys are idiots. <laughs> just oh, like, what the heck? And I think because of that, like Michael Yoder, who was on the other side, I think, realized that we could hear it. So then the next morning, I think he felt it necessary to like address it in front of the entire group. Oh, oh wow. Because yes. I think he thought Peacemaker, that we were like Michael. really mad about yeah. it, which we yeah. were. We all thought it was hilarious. Like we were dying laughing. <laughs> And I just remember him being like, well, you know, that's just so disrespectful. And I really hope that, you know, because they were going on and on about Becca Kaufman, which, of course, she's freaking gorgeous. Right. But they're going on and on about her. And then he's like, I hope that Gene and Liz were on that list, too. Like, assuming that we're, like, so hurt by this. Just like, you better go put those girls on the like, list. You just made this even more awkward by now bringing this up like, yeah. to a point where now yeah. I have to, like, sit here and you know, uh, make these guys feel bad. But anyway, right. it was it just reinforces real the list. If I said he yeah. needs to be yeah. on it, yeah. exactly. So that was that was highly entertaining. And, and that's then, good to know Michael wasn't adding to the list. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, he lobbied for eleven spots. He said you should really have that eleven spot wild card. Oh man. And then oh my gosh, Andy's so right on that border patrol thing. I mean, I remember. I think Liz actually like yelled, "You're treating this like it's a video game." Like. Cause, yeah. And they kind of were. I mean, I'll be honest. They kind of were, but... It probably looked like one, though, if they were, like, on joysticks and it on did, monitors look, they and were, stuff. And yeah. there was a whole <laughs> wall full of monitors. I mean, yeah, it was, he turns literally, around, it is a video game, ma'am. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what it felt yeah. like. And I and it's totally right. Like, we were, like, standing in the back of the room. They're explaining to us. And then all of a sudden, like, this guy just goes, there's one of them now. And, like, they all run to the screens. And they all start, like, yelling orders out to whoever was out there. It was crazy to watch. And then, yeah, sure. Liz, Liz definitely went off. And then they, they took us back to, I don't know if Andy remembers this. They took us back to this, like, I think it, they called it like a processing room where oh. they would take your fingerprints because they would, you know, keep fingerprints of people who would keep trying to cross the border time and time again. Yep. Yep. And the database was terrifying. Like, so I volunteered to like put my fingerprints down and yeah. they read like all the stuff that came up on the database and they knew like my parents name my from my fingerprints right like i didn't give them anything else my parents name my address they knew this is random little known fact about gene roberts but they knew that i had gone to space camp twice because it was a government Whoa, camp right so right. they like knew that they said oh in 1993 you went to huntsville alabama for the parent child space like they knew this stuff wow that it is was crazy terrifying yeah so that stood out to me and i remember in that moment thinking that like we are so much more tracked than what right. we realized because yeah, when do you ever give your finger do you ever give your fingerprints for anything prior to that like you're in high school at that point so i think like like how would they have that how, how would they have had your fingerprints in the I database remember is getting what I'm trying my to fingerprints get. taken when i was younger and i don't remember what it was for but i remember like the ink and like putting mm, all yeah. your different like each finger onto like I a guess box they do stay the yeah. same just get bigger i always thought it was something for school like recording I think it was what they tell you yeah i think it, i think yeah. that's what they told me yeah yeah it started out as like a patrick swayze movie <laughs> when, like the soviets invaded so, uh, i don't know that is a movie but no i remember that like 
that whole mini term was crazy to me. I remember learning. I think what's cool about mini term is you learn so much in such a short amount of time. Yes. Because they're these like crazy immersive experiences, right? Mm -hmm. And I struggled a lot in the same way Andy did with that whole event because I remember thinking like, okay, I hear Liz, like I understand what she's saying that this is like from a humanitarian perspective, this sucks, right? Right. To watch. But I also was like, well, I'm kind of grateful that we have this type of protection and we have, Mm -hmm. you know, so Mm -hmm. I remember being super conflicted in that moment too. And my family has a military background and we weren't, you know, we didn't grow up pacifists. And so it was just like this, one of those moments that also stood out to me of like, okay, well, what do you do when you're with a bunch of people that think one way, but you don't necessarily agree, (laughs) you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That was another one. So then senior year, it was home front. So I got nothing to tell you about that one other than that was so anti everything about my senior year. It's so funny that that's the one I did. Really? Oh, I hated anything that had to do with like saying that the only thing that I wanted to do with my life was get married and have kids. (laughs) Like I was so anti that narrative. Oh, that's what home front one. I didn't know. I thought it was like a... Well, yeah. it's a video game i know that but they're like shooting and stuff <laughs> yeah. so i was trying to place this where you guys would have been yeah doing. what's home front we I were don't... like cooking and i think we did sewing or something and like just very uh-huh. home front mm-hmm. type things you know which was not me i think it was the last choice i wrote Teach down. You how to make the bed probably cleaning i'm guessing you did some cleaning some sure. cleaning well sure. you know what happened that year and this real i this i'm ugh, still so mad about this so I dated Andrew Tannehill all through high school, right? Okay. He showed up freshman year and... Did you ever call him Andy? No, I never did. Yeah, I've never yeah. heard anyone call him Andy either. There Just were wondering. so many Andrews in that class. It's disturbing. Yeah, there were. Oh, but that's interesting. I yeah, never thought about Andrew, that. he was the only one that went by Andrew. Yeah. But um, he got the marine bile or whatever. No, it was Bahamas. They went to the Bahamas. That was the one that Matt Carhan was oh, yeah. on. Yeah. They went to, there's oh. a mini term that went to the Bahamas? The sailing what? one. It was yeah, like the, the only one. year they <laughs> did that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my. Is that Michael Olmstead's? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And wow. I wrote that one down as like my first choice. And then I don't remember what I wrote down as my second choice. And then Homefront was my last choice, right? Jeez. And they would not let you go on a mini term if your significant other was on that mini term. Oh. So I got so they'd like at, they'd kicked read out of the it. Lines. And I remember yeah. like, I think my parents called in or something and asked Elsa. like why I couldn't go. <laughs> oh, she was lobbying for you. Yeah. Very be, good. Yeah, because my mom was definitely not a traditionalist she, in this sense. She's saying, kick Andy off, and they didn't know Andy. <laughs> she yeah. should have said Andrew. Which one? Yeah. And, yeah, um, yeah she was like, she, I forget when she told me this. I think it was after I had already graduated or something, and she basically said, well, you got all of your choices early on in high school, and they thought Andrew needed his first choice, and they wouldn't let you go on oh, the same one. they keep one. track. Of yeah. course they do. Well, I yeah. never thought of this. I mean, yeah. like to see if you're getting the good ones. I mm-hmm. was so mad. Wow. What was always interesting with Central and Andrea, I don't know how you feel about this, but that is how I felt about it from like a female perspective that it was like training you to be a wife and a mom. Like that was the utmost thing that you could do with your life. Like the highest calling, which sure. listen, I do think it's one of the highest callings in the world, but And I have, you know, I don't mean any disrespect to anyone who that is what they've decided to do with their life is be a stay at home mom and raise kids because that's amazing. And I actually think that's harder than what I do every day. But Mm -hmm. I didn't like that, like 
that you was felt is that what you were being yeah pushed at yeah. and i remember like arriving there in middle school and trying to fit into that box initially and then i think like the more and more comfortable i got with myself and the more and more i saw a lot of that i was like this is ridiculous like this is not yeah, yeah. So that's why i remember luke davis so much because i think he was like the first one that was like hey it's okay for you not to like that stuff like it's okay for you to call right. that stuff out when you don't think it's okay so i got i got kicked out of class twice in my career oh, at central no way <laughs> once was in gabe's class and um, oh gabe sent you out yes oh wow. my goodness gabriel hosteller and that I was not <laughs> because of like any of this that was because anita Hooley and i could not stop laughing we were we were reading this poem and the line was shake a shimmy on the butter i'll never forget this oh. that was literally the line and I just could not stop. You know when yeah. you just start laughing and you yeah. cannot stop yourself? Keep going. Sounds yeah. like Milton. Yeah. <laughs> that was me. I could not. So he literally kicked me out and said no I couldn't way. come back in until I could get control of my laughter, what? which Whoa. I couldn't. So Was he mad or was he just like, He was so guy? insulted because I was like being oh, super disrespectful. Because yeah. it was yeah. like, I was being disrespectful. I okay. was. Like, and I just, because I mean, He was like up in front of class reading thing. it? Yeah. Yeah. And I just I couldn't it. handle it. The second one is very much on this topic. So it was marriage and family living, which let's just talk about how ridiculous that class was in the first place. Yeah. Like, that was kind of dangerous pairing people up and giving them yeah, like this, labels as being that married. That was my only experience really with kind of like the whole, you know, this is your part of your life is to, you know, be a, be a, a wife and a husband and have your kids and have a budget and, you know, do all this stuff. That was like one of my first classes at Central. Yeah. And I did find it quite odd and weird, kind of awkward also. I was paired with Andy. <laughs> Where are you really? This, guy, this guy's all around. Yeah, yeah I mean, I do believe, up. I thought it was kind of by last name. So Weaver and Yost were uh, right beside each other. I think uh, that's why we got paired up. But he was like a very, you know, grade conscious person. And I really didn't care about my grades. Andy was grade conscious. I well, I thought I didn't so. Know that. I mean, that. I well, mean, he it was makes mad sense. because we didn't really. I said, you well, know, he was I'm not going to. President. Yeah, he was like he, he followed the rules somewhat. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So I just didn't do the project, and <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't happy. That's that's, that's you, what I remember. You, the two of you didn't babysit anybody. No. Like we were given we, a we made to up. Yeah. We yeah. made it up. So first of all, last night I was back at Central for the first time in a while. Yeah. And we were honoring Fred Miller, my volleyball coach, who I'll talk Good. about in a little bit. Like he is nominated for the Ohio High School Volleyball Coaches Hall of Fame, which is awesome. Oh. Wow. So we were honoring him at the game last night and I walked in and the very first person that I saw was Miriam. <laughs> no way. Yes. yes. And yes. I just like, I knew I was coming here tonight, obviously. And I'm like, is this like a sign that I need to be nice to her? <laughs> but listen, I love Miriam. And what I will tell you, I remember so many, like she would, do you remember how she would always go? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my oh, gosh. You yes. do that so well. You did that really you remember well. That? Like yeah. she would, she would just like stop her sentence mid sentence and she'd, and she'd be telling her us head something back a little bit and then she'd go and look down at you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you would take a test and she would say, well, I talked about that. And I'm like, no, you, you didn't, mm -hmm. you stopped and mm -hmm. trailed off and said, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so mm -hmm. it was always hard to pass a test in her class for me because yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hello. So, <laughs> so marriage and family living. Um, I remember people talking about this class 
like in middle school, I remember looking forward to this class. It was this big deal. Mm-hmm. And again, it's that whole thing of like, okay, you know, I finally realized that that was not like the end all be all for me. So by the time I got to the class, I was much less excited about it. Mm-hmm. But so the structure was there were more girls than guys in our class. Do you remember that? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I was in a threesome marriage in this one. In this class. Oh, wow. I got that yeah. deal too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Man, an Old Testament marriage. Yeah, I like it. With yep. Drew Schleva and oh. Mallory Sherwood, who ended oh. up actually getting married. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And they weren't dating before that class, I don't think. Whoa. No way. Where does this sure place see you in this right. now? In a very this. weird space, for yeah, sure. Right. <laughs> But no, this class, so the structure was she would, you would do these mock marriages, right? And then there mm-hmm. were these different units throughout the class or like exercises you had to go through to like get ready for what it was going to be like to be married. And so you would, I think we like drew out of a hat or something. I remember Drew was an engineer. He drew an engineer. Oh, okay. <laughs> And so you got salaries that were like based on that. And then we had to go to TNC with our budget and like write a grocery list and figure out like what we could buy grocery wise for our family. So only the guys got jobs, all the women got homemakers. That's a really good question. I don't remember that. <laughs> was I, all a hat and it I just all said homemakers. I think so, but I could be wrong. Maybe wow. we all, I uh-huh. don't, but okay. then, so where I got kicked out of class was this was another you know central always had an interesting way of bringing sex ed into conversations and so this was like you know we had the sex rap in middle school well then Mm -hmm. in high school you had marriage and family living and so they talked about obviously sex within the confines of marriage but then they started talking about um birth control oh yes yes and so the conversation was natural family planning oh yes oh yeah so nfp i was just gonna say that yeah (laughs) so i remember this guest speaker coming in to talk to us about natural family planning and Mm -hmm. she happened to be a friend of my mom's happened to go to my church sure and i happened to know that quite a few of her multiple children were not planned (laughs) they weren't expected no so i just like the whole time i'm sitting here thinking like again me being a little snarky um i raised my hand towards the end and i just said so let me get this straight you're telling a bunch of 17 and 18 year olds that we just need to take our temperature and that's going to keep us from getting pregnant which it would have been fine if i just left it right there Mm -hmm. but then i said (laughs) because that clearly worked so well for you Oh. And Miriam looked at me and was like, Bowen, hallway, oh. now. <laughs> so I had to sit out in the hallway for the rest of that class. And then I remember Pam Matzos was the principal at this time. Um, and so she, I got called down to her office and she was laughing, right? Like, oh, just yeah, thought this sure. was hilarious that I said this. Yeah. And then just looks at me and she goes, Jean, it's not what you said because you're not wrong it's the way that you said it you need to learn tact yeah (laughs) i'll never forget her saying that to me and you know it's funny i kind of assumed that my parents would have gotten like called or told about something like they didn't they never did because i told my mom this story like just recently like a couple years ago sure my mom was mad she was like if I would have known that they were teaching you that or if i would have known that they were like she was you know my mom's else's liberal right sure Sure. So she would have not been having that, like, yeah, wow. would not have been happy about that. And she was so mad that, like, number one, that that's what they were saying, and then number two, that like I got kicked out of class for asking a probably pretty legitimate question. I just didn't ask it in a great way. <laughs>
So Tyler Doss and Andrew Tannehill got into some fight on the baseball field about oh. what, whose class was better at baseball or something. Oh, okay. I no thought it was going to be like a real fight. They weren't no. like fist fighting? No, okay. no, no. Because we're looking for one of those so stories. Like, Tyler and Tanny, real fighter? <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, come on. Good point. Good no point. way. Love you, Tyler. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it was the two of them. So you'll have, I'm sure somebody will fact check me on this because this is a little fuzzy on how this all started. But we went to Orr Park. And it was a juniors versus seniors baseball game. No, no, this is awesome. Yeah, this serious? sounds classy and or park off or campus. Park. Well, and I, I remember we had to do that because the guys were still in season. And if they found out that they were playing, oh, like, yeah, organized, can get big trip. Bruce getting, would be, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So get one of those like, boys injured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, mm-hmm. we Andy was already delicate. And like drove <laughs> Andy. Yeah. Delicate with those big hips. I don't think so. Yeah. So now we like drove. It's his feelings that are soft. I was going to say, delicate. <laughs> it's his feelings that are soft. I remember having a bunch of girls that packed in the back of that station wagon like two people were riding backwards right facing yeah, like yeah, that's the the whole station wagon right to, were, do you remember this were you there i don't remember that no. okay and i remember the guys playing and i think this was all tied together i just remember like the losers i think they had to like wear something ridiculous to school okay so i'm pretty sure that our class lost no way. Sheldon Steiner. What a letdown. <laughs> Pretty sure. And I could be totally wrong. And maybe these scenarios were completely separated and I've somehow joined them in my head. But regardless, I remember the guys in our class literally making fun of. Do you remember how the dress code was that if you if you were a female, you couldn't wear a sleeveless shirt unless it had a collar on it? Yes. Okay. So they decided to just make like a mockery of this rule because the the dress code didn't say like if you like girls if you are wearing a sleeveless shirt it has to have a collar it just said that yeah yeah. so they bought like flannels and ripped like cut all the way down to like here like all the way down to basically shirts where they go really big on the yes cutoffs yeah but they they left the collar and they showed up so all their (laughs) armpit hair was hanging out it was like the nastiest look i've ever seen in my life oh doug commander all over it i don't remember like who finally said something (laughs) to them but i just remember carver and andrew Tannehill and car hand and like all these guys in the hallway just being like well we got our collars on it's okay yeah. <laughs> like, it's, yeah it's all good so that was like one making a mockery of the dress code the other one i mean i have so many stories about volleyball but uh, we were you might remember not allowed to wear spandex this oh, was like yes, yes. very big deal at central mm-hmm. a big big deal to the guys too <laughs> i'm sure <Yeah>. it was <laughs> so you know every every other school that we played even other Christian schools, with the exception of like Shekinah Christian, right. who wore or like faith skorts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they all had spandex, and so we're wearing like basketball jerseys to play volleyball in. Which, if you're a volleyball player, like that's not easy to move in either. Mm-mm. I mean, it's no. just not no. effective. No. Well, also, if you have to dive across the floor for anything, it's actually way less modest because you can just see right up your shorts. Oh, I mean, come on. Okay. (laughs) Just saying. Now I'm thinking it. Now you're thinking about it. So, but the the other issue is the shorts were white. So they were pretty see-through. 
so again i had been trying like all through high school to try to convince fred to let us wear spandex and he just yeah. kept saying no and kept saying no so this was fred's decision it wasn't th- like the school i think it was or- a couple i don't think it was okay. just fred was hall yeah. of famer fred that's yeah, i should say hall of famer. Yes. this was hall of famer yes. fred's decision <laughs> but i really like i just kept going to him because obviously that's who yeah you know, he's right. the coach. makes sense and so my senior year i was just like well clearly this isn't going to change and i'm going to show them so i bought everybody on the team flamed underwear <laughs> like actual like a, a print of flames on underwear yes, yeah. about everyone like everyone yes. there. so i just remember there were a couple games where then fred finally figured it out like he was so mad he came up to me and he was like what did you do <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it was great that like he didn't have to ask anybody like he knew exactly who it was like Gee, great, what are great. you doing so that was my other like kind of rebellious like the worst thing i ever did was get kicked out of class twice and bought the team flamed underwear but too i know i said this to you earlier but i think that's what was always so frustrating well okay and the lake buckhorn thing so there was one so fred would always take us to lake buckhorn every year is like this team bonding trip he had a he had a cabin there okay we would water ski and hang out and that was that was one of those big like if you played volleyball you knew about this lake buckhorn trip okay well, you couldn't get everybody on the boat at once, so we would go in shifts, right? Sure, sure. So I don't remember why, but I just had this idea. I was like, hey, he had one of those docks that had like a roof over the dock for the to cut like protect the boat or whatever that he had built himself, actually. Very skilled carpenter, in case wow, you didn't know. Really, yeah. And um, he could have ran industrial arts for Bill Helmuth had he ever needed yeah. to take a break from Brian Muncy. <laughs> <laughs> totally could have. That's that lineage right there. Anyway, <laughs> back to your story, Gene. So I decided that we should all climb on top of the roof of this thing and sunbathe, like, <gasps> without clothes on. Wow. At Lake Buckhorn. Yeah, why not? Makes perfect sense. Yeah, like, Buckhorn, buck you... naked. Let's right. do it. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so I just remember, like, Jesse Weaver being like on the lookout for when we would see the boat coming back <laughs> and then yelling at us all to put our tops back on it's like i don't want a tan line so i'm just gonna lay out like this so i mean just it was bad there was like six of us up on this roof just like lined up yeah it's terrible and then i'll never forget jesse going he's coming back he's coming back he's coming back hurry up because imagine this is like the principal Right. And your volleyball coach. Yes. And we're all like, that was, again, probably one of the most scandalous things yeah. I, at oh, the moment sure. that I ever did. I no, I don't feel like we were wild and crazy at all. Not like, at all. I, I always felt like, like going back to that first Miriam class, I remember a comment she made to me, like in general to the class, she was speaking about something. Well, we can't do this because a long time ago, one of your guys' aunts, and I can't say their name because one of you, you know, would know them. They did this stuff at the high school, and so now you guys aren't allowed to do that. Yeah. And I remember thinking, oh, my gosh. Well, most of my aunts and uncles went to Central on both sides of my family in the 70s. So we did not, like, get into nearly any trouble compared to. No, not at all. In right. the past. I mean, come on. like. No. I don't remember even having alcohol. No, I never did. I did no. not have a drop of alcohol in high school. I went with once. you to like Luke Davis's house. Yep. And I think Andy and his friends were there. Yep. Doing things. That would have been what? that would have been the summer after we graduated, right? <laughs> right. Yep. I think so. Oh yeah, I remember that night. That was a bad 
I had smear. No, so we went to Carm Fest. Have you guys heard of Carm Fest in Worcester? Carm Fest. Oh, it's in Worcester? Sam Carmony still does it to this day. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. I have heard about this. So it was you and me and Andy and Andrew and Morgan and I think maybe a couple other Worcester people. And I can't remember. It was a big group of people. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember if you were at at the farm or if you just met us at Luke's afterwards. But I had a Smirnoff. That was the first drink I ever had. Wow. Um, and yeah, we went back to Luke Davis's house. And then I snuck back into my parents, to my house. And like, I think just in time that I would have been like waking up to go to church the next morning. Oh my goodness. <laughs> in oh. my little, in my little car. And like, yeah. Oh man, that was bad. And I, I remember thinking like, oh, I must be hungover. I had two Smirnoffs. Yeah. The whole night. I was probably more sick from you the were, sugar. You stayed up late, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> yep, I did that night. That was not a good a good night. But yeah, that was like the worst. And that was after I graduated. Right. So like, well, yeah. we never touched alcohol. Yeah, I just feel like yeah. the, it, the girls did get a harder rap too, though. Like, mm-hmm. oh, is your prom dress too revealing? Right. Um, sure. I don't know. Maybe tell someone not to look. I don't know. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because we had to wear spaghetti straps. You couldn't wear strapless because for somehow the spaghetti straps like made a big difference in the modesty (laughs) of the issue. Yeah. That little line. Oh my gosh. That was so annoying. But yeah, I got the other, the other one that was probably not so nice of me. So do you remember there was like the junior bulletin board and the senior bulletin board in the hallway? Everybody had control over one. You could put whatever stuff you wanted on it. So these girls in our class started doing these monthly potluck dinners. Yes. We would, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'd troll this. Do you remember this? <laughs> I don't remember it, but you I know. have a picture of one of them in here because I, yeah, anyway, um, I thought this was the dumbest thing. Right. And so again, this was like me finally just being okay with who I was. So I signed up for the potluck and it was just the only time I ever did this. And I think it was juniors and seniors. Cause I remember okay. it being, I think that was at like Rosie and Chanel's that one. And, um, I signed up and said, you had to like write your name down and what you were bringing, what recipe you were bringing. You had to bring a recipe card for everybody. And so yep. I wrote down chicken cordon blue. I showed up with a bag of McDonald's chicken nuggets <laughs> and a package of Swiss cheese and a package of ham and a thing of mayonnaise. And I walked in and threw it down. I came in late, of course. Threw it down on the center of the table and said, when I want to be 40 and married, I will be. And turned around and walked out. Which oh. now I'm almost 40 and married. Look at that. And now I've never made gangsta. chicken cordon bleu. So. And that I've never is. made chicken cordon bleu, correct. It's very good, though. I've had it, but no, I've never made that. Wow. Well, maybe I was a bad kid. Oh. So, oh. Adri Bueller. Okay, funniest, like one of the funniest humans ever. Did you spend, either one of you guys spend much time with her in high school? No. No, actually. But we would love to have her on. She, her was my tennis double. She's so funny. Yeah. Was she not hilarious? Yes. Like the most, I'm trying to think of the way, like sarcastic, like. You know, I don't think I've ever said a word to her in my whole life. She's hilarious. To be honest. So funny. She's one of those people that just like quietly observes. And then that she might have been one. Says the funniest. Yeah. <laughs> funniest Sounds things. like she might be a lot like her mother. Yeah, she is a lot like her mom. Yeah, her mom's a, a great person. So she, she and I grew up. I mean, we've known each other. We were on swim team together when we were little. Like, I mean, we've known each other forever. We went to Worcester Christian School together. Um, for first, like, I think I was only there first and second grade. But anyway, she's funny, <laughs> funny person. 
She uh, got in trouble. We Well, we both got in trouble. So, you know, Bueller family, Bueller grocery stores. So sure. Oh, she, I was thinking the movie, but yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> fair. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> so I don't remember why she was mad at her parents. She was mad at her parents for something. And she was like, I'm picking you up and we're going to the store, which what that meant was the Bueller family before they sold the business, like they each had an account at the store that they could charge to. Nice. So she said, load up anything you want. So we got like all these donuts and ice cream and then just like raided the beauty section, like a ton of makeup, a ton of nail polish. I mean, it was like hundreds of dollars. Right. Back before the days of Sephora. Right. (laughs) Right. And we got all this stuff and just went back to her house. I mean, it was like one of the best nights I've ever had. We had a great time. (laughs) Oh, sure. Yeah. You know how many Totinos I would have bought? I just remember like the at the cashier like looking at her like oh god i'm gonna get in trouble for this like i'm letting her do this right so i just remember adri showing up to school the next day in a taxi (gasps) do you remember i remember this yes she drove a blue ford taurus right and her parents took her car away from her (laughs) because of this like and i'm pretty sure i'm like super grateful they didn't call my parents and tell them that i was involved in the situation dennis would not have it for (laughs) sure oh you would have had a i mean i would have been in huge trouble too yeah so i just remember (laughs) it's like a week that she had to take a taxi to and from school (laughs) and then finally she was like um, can you pick me up? <laughs> so then like oh. another couple, I think she lost it for a month. So then I think oh like goodness. the rest wow. of the month yeah. I had to pick her up and She take looked her home. good while she was doing it with all that I, makeup. I mean, yeah. her nails were looking pretty fly. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> that'd be sweet taking a taxi to school. That's probably not, that's <laughs> not a punishment. So yeah, you do your makeup, right. your homework. Right. Right. That's true. Why didn't I think of that? Yeah, I should have <laughs> had us taking the Worcester Express there. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that, I didn't even realize there were taxis in Worcester. <laughs> I don't think until <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope you use your advantage card at least. Use, <laughs> use her charge account, but use your advantage yeah, card. Does. Gas points. You yeah. always have the good ideas that I don't think of. That that would have been smart. But yeah, that was that. Senior, oh, the infamous senior night. So here's the thing. Yes. What do you remember from it? Well, I'm the one that told Luke in the first place that it was Matt Carhan that drove the bus. Gotcha. So Through- we're still, yeah. Is that what we're talking about? No, yeah, it is. Okay. And we're still debating if that's the truth well, because maybe Andy just, heard us say cause, that. Because Andy didn't contest it. I'm just saying. So what I remember is that Matt drove the bus. You could be right. I honestly through, don't remember. And they had just done some sort of work at the school. So like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was grass growing, like where they oh, had seeded no. and straw, like put hay or whatever straw over oh. soccer field the year well, before. And they were still the, fixing it. Wasn't it wasn't the soccer field though. Oh, okay. It was like the space between like the front parking lot and like driving towards the tennis courts. Oh yeah. He yeah, yeah. drove the bus yeah, like in a right. big circle around <laughs> and there were huge tire marks through that area, which he would have for sure ruined whatever they were trying to do there. No, you're right. So that happened. That's what I remember. I don't remember the whole Ventrac thing, (laughs) but it was my idea to go and someone had a key. So we got into the school and locked everybody's lockers except our own, which was a really big deal. Sorry to Prudy who had to spend that whole next morning unlocking everybody's. 
I felt pretty good about that one though because no destruction of anything. Like yeah. that yeah. was a pretty good That's prank. A good one. And an easy fix. Um, like relatively easy exactly, fix. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Just but annoying. I remember yeah, I like John that. Moore's I think family had a motorhome and they came and parked it. Oh yeah. Because I wasn't gonna sleep in a tent. <laughs> so there were some of us that were oh, in that. A motorhome. Yeah, yeah, there was a motorhome. This picture just gets better. Really yeah. nice. <laughs> I forgot about that. But Jesse, there were Jesse of... brought. I think Jesse Weaver brought hers. Okay. Oh my god. I just know I was in a motorhome. Out there. I don't... This is so central. Just John over Moore. the top. <laughs> well, no, I think there was a couple. There might have been a few. Yeah. Yeah, and then I just remember there were a bunch of tents, but it was all more of like the coupled up people and mm-hmm. i was just not a part of that and so not interested in not whatever in <laughs> and i remember he you know the dalton guys coming over and trying drew gerber. To, i yeah drew gerber um <laughs> who's married to my cousin yeah. so that's funny so funny i've cut his name out of every episode should i leave it in should should dan stay in yeah, I I think right. he's I don't fine think that it's a it. bad thing. Yeah, and right. I honestly, it's funny. He, yeah, he was he was fine. Right, there Dan's was approved. like this very like <laughs> Dalton versus Kidron yeah vibe. Um, I'm not really sure what that whole thing was about, but no. And Luke Davis was there. He came from Worcester for that, and he I remember getting in their faces too. Like leave him huh. alone, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Well, see, at what point did Luke Davis show up? Um, like were the Downton guys there at the same time? Yeah, he was there earlier than them. Like that was another one of those. Like he was an honorary, you know, because he was there yeah. in eighth grade, and I think he was a steak night guy at Ryan's. Yeah, there you go. That's right. Well, and Chris Rutt was dating Kara Federhoff at that time. Oh, I think I yes, forgot about that. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, so, like, Worcester I had that Worcester connection. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like there, there was like a good amount of Worcester people there, and I don't wow. know how long they were there, but I know Luke was there for a while. But Hannah Gingrich and I slept in my station wagon. Oh my gosh! Oh. I brought. There's plenty of room in there. Do you remember yeah. those eggshell mattresses that yes. were like okay? So like you know, station wagon, you can put all the seats down. So we put all the seats down. We put one of those eggshell mattresses down and sheets. It was actually really freaking comfortable. Yeah. yeah. And I woke awesome. up to Jeremy Shue, who was the youth pastor at Kitchen yes. Mennonite Church. Yes. And Kyle Emick and, oh man, I can't remember who else. It was a bunch of people in your class. Might have been one of the two of you. Travis Doss, probably. <laughs> they literally had picked up my car and were shaking my car. There was a bunch of guys around no this car and Hannah and I woke up to that, like like feeling like Whoa. it was an earthquake. Like yeah. what the heck is going on right now? And I just remember being like, What is my youth pastor doing here? Right, like, right. Shaking Dude, that's funny. my car. Yeah. But no, so it's funny. Yeah, what was he doing there? I have no idea. And I don't know <laughs> so, who told him or like any of that. It was ridiculous. Shaking cars in the central parking lot, right? right? But yeah, I could have sworn it was Byron, but I also like when when you say Matt, like I could also very equally see matt doing that and going like this like <laughs> either one of them i just remember standing on kidron road watching whoever it was doing that like truck honking yeah you know yeah. thing oh, yeah. as they were driving the bus down kidron road sure. and i'm pretty sure they drove all the way down to tnc and turned around and came back <laughs> gosh wow and then yeah i mean they left the keys in the gerber building in the bus so oh, yeah. like yeah what did that's you randy was gonna that's randy's fault right there <laughs> yeah yep. the vent track do. i remember because they went through that might have been the mud situation i just remember there was mud in the hallways for, oh. because the vent track like drove through 
something and then all the way through the hallways. Oh man, they had to clean that up then for Mm -hmm. the auction. Yeah. So where Andy needs to be corrected is we did get in big trouble. (laughs) I know we got in big trouble. Like there was a huge powwow, like, yeah, like the three hours after, Mm -hmm. you know, we all got to school that morning, there was a really big thing. And I, I still don't remember what they were actually mad about though. Like, I don't remember them. Like they definitely didn't know about the bus. They didn't know about the bus and they didn't say <laughs> the weirdest part was they didn't of say anything. Abilities. Yeah. Yeah. Right, they didn't right say back. anything, remember? They that was like I They're think the mad. creepiest part <laughs> is I didn't say anything until we got to Ithaca. So I don't remember if we were leaving that morning for our senior trip or Oh. Oh, I think this was the last day of school. Right. So then we would have We would have already been on the no, trip. No, I know for no? sure it was because I remember sitting in the hotel in Ithaca and I was freaking out because it was Fred who was my coach and like that like I remember that and he was like yelling at us like you guys have been upstanding kids this whole time we've never had any issues with you and then this is right. what you do right. like oh my. and he's like you're lucky we're still on this trip like <laughs> this that... is the one grade without an emic and you guys pull this shit on me <laughs> I'm, I'm done and I, I think the last day of school and then you would go on trip and senior trip and then it was graduation okay. I think but You're I could probably be totally right. Wrong. I do not wow. know. But I just remember sitting in that hotel lobby or conference room or something, and we were all just like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, yeah. I know there was like yeah. a powwow, and there was it was like, "Oh, we're so disappointed." Yeah, that kind of feeling. It was one of those like parents, you know, like it's not as it's like terrible when they yell at you, but it's not nearly as bad as when they don't yell at you. <laughs> they right. just like give it's you like that silent. disappointed. Yeah. But did you guys feel remorse? Did no. you did you love Seattle? You didn't regret it. No. <laughs> Not at oh. all. And I'm pretty sure See, that... we actually felt bad. Did you? We felt bad. When Tim Shu gave that rousing moving speech <laughs> about how hard they worked to put the school back in order. It just made it, it just melted our hearts. You guys also don't have actual footage of proof of what you did. Either. I've seen the footage. Somebody, well, yeah, it, we did at one time, but it's uh-huh. lost. At We're the trying moment. to talk so. to Nate Smith and some other techie Nate guys. Smith and Ryan Hostetler might have it, but yeah. he's okay. maybe even know. a Ben Newsbaum. Yeah, you can catch him at Starbucks. Ben, we we want to talk to Ben. That's right, actually. But anyway, yeah, no, that night was funny, and I'm pretty sure Andy used gasoline on the grass. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he used. I'm pretty positive it was either gasoline or. Um, <gasps> Shoot, I can't bleach or something. It was like not Roundup. Yeah. It was not Roundup, and he definitely killed the grass. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I'm pretty sure he was trying to draw like O three or anyway. That yeah. was that was bad. It was a bad night, but it was. I mean, yeah, I would do it all again. Yeah, I think oh, we yeah. need a panel though for some clarification. Yeah. We do because people take yeah. responsibility for their actions. Totally. But I am now like I'm. I really want to know if it was Byron or Carhan. Yeah, I, I think it is time that we get to the bottom of things, the truth. Um, <laughs> one, in one in one piece with Tom Markley, mm-hmm. who, you know, his, his episode will have gone live by the time folks are listening to this. Mm-hmm. And Tom talks about going to Jesse Weaver's farm, mm. gathering up a handful of cats, barn cats. Oh, I forgot about that. And putting him in the courtyard. It's what? true. It is. It's yeah. true. It's true. He did do that. Kittens. Kittens, yeah. yeah. He said like a dozen kittens they put up on the roof. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. They put them in the courtyard and they were trying to climb up the bricks to try to get out. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I think a couple of them died. Yeah. Like, trying, yeah. I forgot yeah. about yeah, that he said, until yeah. you said that. some dead cats in there. Yeah. yeah. That's true. So, that happened too. Yep. Yeah. I forgot about so that. So lives Tom were lost Markley. that night. Huh. Lives were lost. 
I think the next central fundraiser should be a board game where you can play like Gene in the library. Uh, yeah. Like Clue. Yeah. Exactly. With Dennis's firewall. Oh, that'd computer. be sweet to have a board game like of Central's layout. Yeah. I'd pay for that. Right. Come on, Nate Holton. Don't just do those, you know. Yeah. And you could do some like really funny teacher jokes in there too. Like, yeah. Oh, dude. It should be Monopoly though. That'd be like, so it cool. Be like a Monopoly oh, game. yeah, yeah. What would be the spaces for Monopoly? <laughs> oh, now this would yeah, be a Boardwalk's got to be the best place. Uh, right. Be like uh, right. What What would that be? Well, clearly it's got to be the locker room, considering your stories. Ooh, you well, say. yeah. I mean, when you start to look at it, for sure. Yeah. Now was the girl? You, you being in volleyball was the girls' locker room as crazy as the guys? <laughs> no, I wish. No I wish I could say it was i mean there were probably like some cat fights like you know just being mean to each other i would say but not yeah, not right. anything you like the shenanigans or peeing on each other no definitely, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not any of those shenanigans not at all um yeah. no we had i mean again we were like pretty girls we were pretty tame like volleyball we had like some traditions of like chants and songs you would sing before a match started but that's it like there that's was never it, yeah. anything in the locker rooms that was like yeah. crazy so there was a tradition in archbold on the archbold trip for volleyball that you would talk about kissing because you know that was like the worst that most people ever did at central mm-hmm. yeah it's not true the but, worst <laughs> but yeah and i remember talking to like krista shoe and bethany miller and laura keister so all the people that were the class above me mm-hmm. you getting like tips on how the or what no, what do you mean, like just kissing, like or who I, they've kissed. I think that like I was one of the only people who had, so oh, I was talking oh, about it. Guru Jean, and okay. they were all asking a lot of questions about like French kissing. Did and you I kiss have, the upper lip or the bottom? Right. lip? Right. Yeah. I have this great <laughs> yeah. picture of one of them literally like sticking their tongue out and like <laughs> like this, like trying to practice in the air, and it's like a picture I have still. I'm wow. surprised it's not in one of those sure. piles down there. But that was like. I mean, those trips, I would say, is where there would probably be some conversation that is not appropriate for this podcast. (laughs) Oh, so you're saying that girls behave in conversations that the boys on the Michael Yoder trip and down in Arizona also got in trouble for? Is that what you're saying? No. That is interesting. Not ranking, but more more sharing stories of things that had happened. Raunchy. Not Uh, ranking, but raunchy. raunchy. Yeah, for sure. I think that that trip was usually the worst one out of any of the conversations I was a part of. <laughs> yeah. So, and I don't know why, but that was, again, another tradition. Like, you would right. have the make-out conversation in Archibald. <laughs> right. That's right. funny. You know, but, yeah. you've played a lot of volleyball, and I've got to ask you a question as a, as just a, a person that has been around the sport your entire life. Mm-hmm. There is not a more annoying tournament to have to go to or any, any other sport to have to drive for other than volleyball. Why is they, that? They pick the most crazy locations for these for these games. Like Archbold is like, yeah. no one would want to ever go there. Yeah. It's the only reason we're going. And, and it's like, hey, guys, Kalahari is the same distance away. <laughs> we could have been at Kalahari yeah. playing this game right now. Right. But no, That's we're in point. Archbold, Ohio. That was that Mennonite connection. Is that what it was? Yeah, Archbold's a huge Mennonite area. Like when I was at Goshen and at Bluffton, 
there was always a contingency of Archbold kids. Get out. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. That's the whole reason. Like that was, that that's was the reason we weren't at Kalahari. Yeah. And not even reason. Great Wolf Lodge. Not even Great Wolf Lodge. <laughs> <laughs> it's just ridiculous. No, it was. It was three hours to go out to that. And it was like three a big hours. tradition yeah. every year that we would go play. Yeah. Cause it was like West of Toledo. Yeah. And my sister did that J.O. Oh and I remember one tournament down in Columbus when Nick Meyer and I spent a whole Saturday and Sunday at the Columbus Convention <laughs> oh, Center. They robbed you of your weekend. Oh, no. It was the worst. It yeah. was the we we kicked soccer ball around for like sixteen hours that weekend. It was yeah. disgustingly. Those J.O. tournaments are not Man. good for spectators. Yeah, because yeah, there's like twenty six courts going on at one time right. and a lot of whistles. Right, but a lot of spandex. That should yeah. have been good for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, Nick got—he was getting yelled at for watching too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from Steve. Steve is yelling. Get out of there, boy. Yeah. Nick, <laughs> this is the third time I've told you. Who did he date in high school? He Sylvia, one and only. Really. And sealed the mm-hmm. deal. Yeah. The one and only. Look at that. Would you look at that, Sylvia Hooley? He's always been the first cut as the deepest type of a guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man! Yeah. Before before all the wheels fall off. Yeah. Oh yeah. Are are there? This is your Walter Cronkite moment. <laughs> okay. They are about to land on the moon. Mm-hmm. They are just now in view. They are coming around the dark side here. Gene, do you have anything <laughs> further to share with us? Oh my us? God! Can you stop with that voice? It's the creepiest thing I've ever. <laughs> I don't know. What did I miss, Andrea? I feel like I had to miss things. Oh my. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think I that felt, you missed. I mean. No. Okay. And I felt like you guys have provided a, a nice critique to Central, a, a nice contrast. And it's something that if you're not willing to talk about your complete experience, then what's the point of sitting yeah. down and talking? Yeah. I mean, I think here's the thing I'll say. There are so many like really good things about Central that I'm so glad that I went there for. Right. I mean. You guys, obviously, I have some of my closest friends as a result of Central, so I'm forever grateful about that. Um, I think that there are, you know, just the result of a small school, like we we had so many opportunities to be involved in so many different things if we wanted to be. Whereas right. when you're at a bigger school, like, I don't think you have those opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. Mini term, amazing, right? There are so many, I think Central's a school that's built on tradition, and I hope that there's so many of these things that, like, people listen to and they're like oh we still do that you know right yeah it's a school built on traditions and i love that i think that is my biggest critique about central and i hope and i think that it's not really quite to this extent anymore is that i think your experience at a fe- as a female at central was very different than your experience as a male at central and i do think that they're much different about that now um and mm-hmm. i think one of the things that was also really hard for me was just being um well, and I'm grateful for this lesson now, but like being different, being different than what they expected or like the mold that they wanted you to fit into. And I think when I started not caring about that, and I think part of this is just growing up and everybody probably has this experience in some way, shape or form. But when I started not caring about it and just being myself was when my experience started to actually be really great, you know? And I think some of the things like, about central i just i think they were just trying to whether it was because they were trying to control a situation and so if you try to have everyone act the same then you can control them or whether it was just these are our beliefs and we want you to also share the same beliefs i just wish we could have had 
deeper conversations about, because I actually think a lot of the teachers there are amazing people that probably could have guided those conversations in really great ways. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I remember Carver also asking a lot of questions. Like he was always yeah, the guy that yeah. would like ask these crazy deep questions and people would just like shake their head and go, Oh, Carver and like not answer them. Right. Right. And I wish they would have gone there because that was the hardest thing for me. It was feeling like I didn't fit. And so that that is my one critique is that like mm-hmm. you know letting people be who they are in some ways they were really great about that because it was a small school but if it wasn't who they wanted you to be they didn't really know how to react right right, right? and um but i learned a lot from that too um and i learned a lot like i said by the end of it where i was just like you know screw that i'm just going to be who i am and not care about the clicks to your point and not care about fitting into one of them and just have fun with everybody and take what I could from all of that. Yeah. Um, But yeah. Hmm. No. Well, Jean, thank you for being here tonight. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been awesome. Because you, you being you truly helps me be me. (laughs) And it's so good. It's yeah, because it's so good. It's so good to hear how all these stories of, of what makes you, you. Oh, thanks. I know. I was enriched by it. Jeremy, I don't know about you. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, and I think earlier when we were talking about Gene's character, I think, Gene, are you afraid of anything? I, don't, I feel like oh. you're just... Uh, you might be, but if you... if you, It doesn't seem like you are. I feel like you're a person that's bold and you just stand up to do what you want. No, oh, And what you believe in. And I think that's great. Bold but it's bone. great having you here. Yeah, bold bone. Snakes, to answer your question. Terrified of snakes. Snakes. <laughs>